Today on Gamer Red Radio, thanks to Activision, Harmonix, and Nintendo, all things old are new again. Gamer Red Radio starts now. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Game Red Radio. Uh, I am Goat, aka insert title here. <laughs> I'm just Charlie Technotronic on Worthley this week. I'm just going to be my normal Technotroni self. Candy Mountain, Charlie. For real quick. Oh, sorry, John. Go ahead. <laughs> no, no. I, I, I am. I am Jonathan Santiago, aka Fallon Flynn. I just want to grab the spotlight right off the, right off the bat, but I just want to make a clarification because this is something that actually came up this uh, this last week. Um, um, I had to choose between uh, on, on what I was going to put on my, my my shirt for the for MLP MSP, and I realized you know like my screen name with everything is Tech Charlie, but I am the Technotronicorn, so I've decided that Technotronicorn is my species, but my name is Tech Charlie. So there you go. Uh, Clarification um, just is out there. That is a, a very intense amount of uh, backstory. <laughs> um, that's insane. Because I put the Technotronicorn on my badge at uh, Ponyville Cider Fest, mm. and then they asked me what I wanted to have on my sh- on my staff shirt for uh, for MLP MSP, and I was like, Technotronicorn A is very long, and also I, that's like my nickname here on the show, but nobody like I don't go by that anywhere, yeah, but I anywhere go else, by Tech yeah, Charlie, yeah. so yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm going to continue to have that be my online. So you found a good way to to persona. marry the two things yeah. without compromising either one. Exactly, uh, gentlemen. How was your week? Uh, busy, you know, uh, doing all the editing and everything for uh, after last week's phenomenal live show, which, uh, again, thanks to Gallop and Ghost and uh, Doc Mac for having us down there. It's an excellent time. And, of course, everybody that came down and saw us. And, and for being a hell of a fourth. Yeah. Yeah, was he was great. an excellent, excellent yes, I learned things Definitely. that I don't need to learn, like 14,000 machines are going to exist in one place. <laughs> <laughs> we have uh, to add a floor to our building to accommodate yeah, yeah. them all. Good you Lord. know, no big deal. The Holy Land's this big, you know. but we're going to give you four more floors. Yeah. What? <laughs> Um, it, it, I, I was really, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Maybe, maybe pleasantly surprised and very charmed to see somebody who was willing to help his competitors. Yeah. Um, that is just for the sake of growing, planting the seed of growth in the world of arcades. Once again, wiring classes and buying boards for competitors from Japan, just cause Hey, this game's probably not here in the States and it should be. And like uh, that's cool, man. You don't see yeah. a lot of that anymore, you know. I you, did you... like the fact that he bought those boards for those other places and sent one to Namco, and they didn't know they <laughs> had the game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's okay. Oh, here's your game. Uh, oh, we made this. We. <laughs> oh, where the hell did this come from? Interns, apparently. <laughs> yes, yes, it would seem. Um, so yeah, that was that was, that was good times. So the only regret I have is I couldn't stay longer to continue to play games with everybody. We got yes. to touch the uh, the fabled. Uh, Primal Rage 2. I'll, yeah. I think we should collectively put that under our, our what we played this week, even though it was technically yeah. last week. Yep. List. Um, it, 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 it was post show recording, so it, yes. it, it, it falls under yes, this it's episode. true. Yes, and I wanted um, to say it was drink free. It was. That's true, which is. There was no incidents from this camp. <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, yeah, that was, it was interesting. Um, I, John, I remember you commented at the time that you didn't understand why that didn't make it to market. Um, and I'm, yeah. I'm kind of there with you. Like, um, it had some interesting fighting mechanics. So yeah. For those who haven't 
don't know anything about the game. If you play the original Primal Rage, you remember that you fought as like giant dinosaurs and gorillas and lizard monsters and things. Well, in Primal Rage, in Primal Rage Two, you basically fight as giant human demigod type things that each turn into one of those yes. monsters as like um, as like their uh, power up attacks. Yeah, like they're kind of like if you if you acquire enough sort of ex meter type thing, and once you depending on how far along the meter is when you execute the uh, transformation. Uh, seems to determine how strong the attack is when mm. they do it, and it's a very limited. I think it acts as like a timer, yeah. and when the timer runs out, then you turn back. So very if you have short. a full meter, then you can play as a dinosaur type character for a few minutes. And um, for a game that never saw release, it felt surprisingly finished. Yeah. <laughs> um, also looked like it was made by the same people that did uh, Clay Fighter. A little bit, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it had a very claymation. At, it was uh, not balanced at all. It. No, no. Um, you could just sit there and spam the same attack over and over and over and over and over again. There was one point where John and I were we were just doing like like marching band drill team routines just we at were, each other. Oh, we had, we both had these suits that had like sort of like barbarian swords, and we realized that each version of the attack, the different strength attacks, if you just mash the button, it would do like a like an animation loop. And one of them was like, if any of you guys ever there's played Killer Instinct uh, Two or Killer Instinct Gold, Tusk has this move where he just swings his sword, you know, Conan style like a barbarian and you could we were just doing that we were just swinging our swords we weren't touching each other we weren't hurting each other we were we were doing a synchronized flourish um it was uh thrilling and somehow oddly homoerotic <laughs> nobody got stabbed if you know what i mean no wonder i liked it go yeah. how was your week <laughs> not that eventful <laughs> yeah well, I guess, I mean, we, we, the, the three of us went to Baby Metal this week. Oh, yes, that is the other uh, did. big occurrence. No, yeah. Not at all video game related, aside from that, they're, they're kind definitely of... definitely homoerotic. At... <laughs> wait, wait, no, they're, they're, they're like 16-year-old girls. That is the exact opposite of homoerotic. Oh, I, I wasn't talking on that side of the barrier. I was talking on the crowd side of the barrier. Uh, I... A lot of dudes. A lot of dudes. Yeah, none of them were looking at each other. No, so, they were all looking yeah, at I'm the, not following the you at all Japanese there, but, uh, jailbait on I just, stage. I, I, I just kind of got that whole. There was some creepy. I just. I, it might be me. My, but and and I know Charlie was all enamored with them and stuff like that. But but I just got this from the crowd. I got this vibe. There were a lot of unmarked vans in the parking garage. But mm, maybe, mm, yeah, maybe. <laughs> I'm 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 not going to disagree with you there. Yeah, it was um, a, it was a little lechy. <laughs> it, but um. I mean, it was it was a hell of a fun show. I it mean, was, like the, the band is amazing. Yes, like you know, so you know, if 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 you like good metal music, I mean, like you know, for whatever that is, like if if you can turn off just the vocals and just 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 if you don't pay any the, attention to them and just watch the band, it's worth going just for that. Yeah, oh can, yeah, no, they were great. Yeah, if you can find the instrumental versions of those songs, it'd be great. Yeah, <laughs> and to um, their credit, the girls were singing live. Which Ish. I was curious to see whether it was going to be canned. They were singing live, and the 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 choreography when they did it, they did it enthusiastically, and yeah, and they were, they were, they were uh, very good timing. Yeah. Yep, they were very synchronization spot was good. On, tell you. Yep, but uh, if you take those two things away, they're they're I'm with you. They were not really the star of the show. That band was the star of the show, you know. But yeah. maybe I'm biased because I'm a fucking guitar player. <laughs> but anyways, video yeah. games. Yes. Um, so aside from our, our, our delightful uh, arcade stuff uh, that we got to play this week, what's coming out coming up, Charlie? So on the 19th, we have Hyperdimension Net- Neptunia U Action Unleashed for Vita. The yep, Vita. Correct. Because <laughs> long 45 stupid. words has got to be in the Vita. I'll yeah. say this. At least they're consistent. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Life is Strange Episode 3 Chaos Theories coming out on Windows PS3, PS4, Xbox 360, and Xbox One. Uh, ride. 
that's that's the name of the game just ride uh, on windows ps3 ps4 xbox 360 and xbox one and the witcher 3 wild hunt on windows ps4 and xbox one on the 21st we've got carmageddon reincarnation which is apparently coming back on windows mac and linux um uh, i don't know how to pronounce this word a pan a pan e p a n a l e p s i s e panelepsis on pc mac and linux uh, Porcupine on PC, Swords and Soldiers 2 on the Wii U, and Techno Babylon on the PC. Those are all on the 21st. And on the 22nd, we've got NASCAR 2015 and Puzzles and Dragons Z Super Mario Brothers Edition on the 3DS. Which you look is, confused by that. I'm, I'm confused by many things on this list. Um, uh, well, after the show, I can uh, uh, ease your confusion on the uh, the Puzzle Z because I had the demo on my 3DS. Oh, cool, oh. cool. Okay, okay. Excellent. <laughs> It just so, doesn't sound like car on a Friday. That's weird. Yeah, it just puzzles and Dragon Z doesn't sound like something that you would end up with a Mario Brothers mashup. I don't know. Maybe this is their first sort of attempt at letting other people handle uh, in recent years handle mm-hmm. Mario characters. Oh, okay. um, it's basically that that game's style of play with Mario skins on it. Oh, that's exactly. really okay. all yeah. it is. Yeah. Um, and then also just like to remind folks, we are now in the second half of May. And so if you are an Xbox uh, Live Gold subscriber and you have an Xbox 360, you can now download F1 2013 for free. <laughs> just in time for the 2016 se- uh, season. Yep. You're a racing guy, Goat. Does, uh, does this F1 game interest you? It's already downloaded. It's free. I hate F1 stuff because they're not real cars. <laughs> No, I, my thing is I'm, I, I like race cars, like actual car cars. Yeah. Like, and, and, and F1's always been uh, go-karts on steroids to me. I once had a friend that told me that F1 cars are the paper airplanes of the aeronautical world. <laughs> <laughs> or of the, of the automotive yeah. world. Oh, it was funnier the yeah. first time. <laughs> it was, but the, his, I fucked it up. I said it wrong. The funnier way I said it wrong, but his actual yeah. words yeah, were Don't, don't worry, it'll be on my what I played next week because it's downloaded. I was like, oh, for the race go. game. Yeah. Sounds about right. So, John, what have you played this week, if anything? Uh, I played very little this week that was any different than last week. So instead of going into depth about the same stuff I've been playing, um, I will just give progress updates. Uh, I have been playing the Resident Evil 2 Revelations uh, first chapter. I'm enjoying it a little bit more than I thought I would because it feels a little bit like older Resident Evil just with a co-op partner and it's interesting because the other the other player doesn't have a gun they have no. melee attacks and they have a flashlight they direct your light source oh. so you have to work as a team in that way to and if you shine the light right in the face of the enemies it blinds them and slows them down and makes them easier to hit and oh okay it's kind of a unique mechanic instead of just giving two people guns and go shoot everything right kind of right. like that it just depends on whether or not you have a friend that goes i don't want the fucking flashlight um but I do want to play it with somebody else, you know, um, hint, hint. So somebody, <laughs> one of you guys buy it. Um, what I did like and found out poking through the options though, is that you can, you can force it into split screen and play it, uh, you know. Oh, local co-op. Yeah, local co-op. Oh, nice. Right. Okay. So I thought that was cool. Very cool. Um, I played, um, <clears throat> still playing Call of War as Gunslinger and it is oddly comic and pulpy and so I'm having a lot of fun with it. It's repetitive as shit and it's, <laughs> you could tell it was an arcade title when it was released, but I'm, it's a lot of fun. It's kind of cool. Um, more Wolfenstein. I'm trying to finish that cause I borrowed it from our good friend and uh, one time co-host Ryan on and I want to get it back to him because, uh, you know, the expansion for that just came out, um, his DLC and I know I'm sure he's chomping at the bit to get to that. So I'm I trying to get I believe that's standalone it. though. Is it standalone? I, I didn't so. realize it, is. it was standalone. Yeah. Oh, right on. 
Uh, well, I, Ryan, I'm sure you'll listen to the episode. Uh, I'm going to take my sweet time. <laughs> you'll get it back when I'm done. Sorry, I feel like um, this is my fault now. <laughs> no, it's it's really good, though. I'm enjoying it. It's uh, I wasn't sure about it when it started out. I'm having fun with it. Um, and then, of course, um, more and more and more Mortal Kombat. I'm just trying to narrow down who all I'm using and who's going to sit in the don't touch pile. And I'm getting better and better about figuring out who's, who's my guys and who's my, not my guys. So that's it. That's it for me this week. Good. Uh, let's see. Well, I played the uh, demo for Puzzle Z featuring Mario Brothers. It's, oh, very exciting. It's interesting. I mean, it's, it's cool. I'll probably I'll pick it up and stuff like that. It's a puzzle game. But oh, oh, you like it enough that you're, yeah, you're going to pick yeah, it up? Pick oh, okay, it up. Cool. Um, wow. it's, it's, what kind of a puzzle game is it? It's hard to explain. It really is. It's if you know what, you're, what it is, then you get it. But it's more of a show me game. You can't really because what it's almost like RTS because you move puzzle pieces on the bottom screen oh. and then attacks people on the top screen and you try to kill the people on the top screen to move to the next level. That's the easiest way I can explain it. Oh, okay. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> if you look up a gameplay video for it, mm-hmm. it 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 looks like it plays like it looks like. There's no. If you're watching video okay. of it playing, it looks yeah. like it's pretty easy to pick up. Okay, interesting. It's just a strange combination of things in one place. Okay. But once you get into it, it's really addicting. Uh, let's see. I f- was going through my backlog, and I realized I never finished Forza Horizon 1. No. I don't know how that happened, so I'm uh, quickly remedying that issue. <laughs> um, so they don't revoke your, your license, right? Yeah. Your, your <laughs> racing fan license? Yeah. <laughs> Um, but I remember why I think I, I remember one piece of why I did not I stopped playing it is because like in Horizons two they bring all the races to you and it's like a little bit closer like hey you're in this oh, section okay. do these races, in Horizon one it's the entire map and they literally just riddle everything around and half the damn time I'm driving to a race, not even in a race. Oh, so they're like that's spread out. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah, I mean it's all over the map. So I'm like oh, I get it, I, but I'm gonna finish it because I have to. Um, sure. and then picked up Neverwinter again, uh, got to level 30, still loving it, uh, fought a big-ass dragon that, um, when we walked up to it, it says, uh, we recommend six to ten players, uh, ladies and gentlemen, they are not joking. <laughs> so how, how, how many players were in your party? Uh, ten, I think. Oh, oh, wow. Did okay. you guys finish it ten. on the first attempt, or did you yes, wipe? First oh, attempt. wow. Eight to ten. We had eight to ten. We were, we were towards the, the higher number. Okay. But yeah, uh, if you're playing Neverwinter and they give you a number of players recommended, wait. Don't don't even think about anything if you don't have the number of players you need because it's not going to happen. It took us probably a good 20 minutes to take down that dragon with 8 to 10 of us. Wow, okay. Yeah, he, he did not go down lightly. Um, And then... Uh, what else? I think that's about it, actually. For a light week. Oh, cool. Charlie. We uh, did have one GTA online session that was really strange and we all kept dying. Oh, and Charlie wasn't there for this one. Yep. Um, oh, this is actually the GTA session. If you follow us on social media, um, that spawned the, uh, oh, the, the, go and, the John's, go and John's personalities in 13 words. Yes. yes. That would be that one. <laughs> they were rather polarizing. It was very much the opposite ends of the stick. Yeah. I was at work until 3 a.m. I wasn't able to join. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Um, so I got in a little bit of gaming, uh, which is always a good thing, seeing as I host a uh, gaming podcast. Um, <laughs> and, and just admitted that you were at work one night till 3 a.m. Yes, that. Um, 
So, uh, f- first of all, I'd like to report, um, John was kind enough to lend me his copy of Call of Duty Advanced Warfare. Um, if you remember a couple episodes back, I got a copy of, uh, a copy of it from Gamefly, and it's, I, it had this peculiar symptom where the gameplay would freeze for about 10 seconds or so, like every minute to two minutes. Um, I had posted a video up of, a, of one of the examples of it freezing. The audio would keep on going, like you'd hear background, but the, the video would just freeze. Anyways, John's copy works perfectly fine. So it was definitely a defect. I mean, like, I, I presume it's a defective disc. I think I have gotten, like, I'm in the beta program, so I think I have gotten a console update in the meantime, so that would be the one other X factor, but considering that I was unable to ghoul anybody else having this problem, I think it was just a defective just a disc. disc. Yeah. You get a that was disc. one thing I could say about that game, is, is that it, uh, it, whether you like it or not, or liked Call of Duty or not, or where you stand with that franchise. Aside from the one instance where they had a problem on the PC, that game shipped pretty bug free. Oh, I mean, cool, it was cool. it was not. I didn't have any problems with it. I played through it, even online or otherwise. It just pretty pretty solid time. Yeah. You got yourself a lemon disc. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. I I didn't. I don't think it has ever happened to me before. So that's. Uh, well, that's aren't you just lucky? I, I I well I suppose not anymore. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> Your lemon's been popped. Ew. Because. Um, Lemons, anyways, um, and uh, keep it clean. Yeah, yeah. You, I like how you were you were going to address it, and then you were just like, mm. "Don't take my job." Could from say me. it left a sour taste in your mouth. Uh, lemons, uh, ah, god. All right, let's move this lemon head train uh, on. Citrus humor. Um, I am ashamed. So, uh, so I'm a couple missions into it. Um, it's. I will say that it is. You know, I, I'm. I. I don't play a multiplayer Call of Duty just because. My, my my poor ears, they would fall off just with the other players that are on there. Mute. Um, just mute every. Just, I mute just, everybody just, just, the yeah. second I get into a channel. I don't even give them an opportunity. Yeah, but uh, but single player wise, it is the most fun I'm having in Call of Duty in some time. Yeah, um, it is. I mean, like they've. It's. I mean, it's still very much Call of Duty, but yeah. there is enough fresh things going on there. Like all the weapons are completely original. Like yep. they've got a lot of like a, like a you know different. Um, like they couldn't even just leave the grenade alone. Like it's a homing smart grenade. Yeah. Like every every single pretty much every single aspect of the game, aside from the fact that it's a, still a first person shooter, has been revamped. And it's so, pretty too. Yeah, it's, yeah, very yeah. good looking on the Xbox One. So, what do you think of Kevin Spacey so far? Because that was everybody's big thing with him. He's like, oh Spacey, and he's so magnetic and charming. And um, I mean, like. Eh. I, I, I don't I don't think I have an opinion yet. Um, I'm I'm just a couple missions in. I think the last mission I did is where I basically got through like the training level, um, and um, uh, which is which is actually a couple levels into the game, which is kind of interesting. But um, but uh, yes, yeah, so so far no no real solid mm. opinion. I, I nothing negative. Just sure, um, sure. I'm I'm not uh, I'm not you know like I've. Uh, I'm, I'm a big I'm a big fan of like uh, Kevin Spacey's other work. Like I like him in House of Cards. I hate the character. Love the actor. Um, uh, you know, and the other stuff that he's done. I mean, uh, so yeah. Anyways, yeah. Uh, nothing really. Nothing really to mention there. Um, the other thing is that um, I've gotten back and I'm uh, one mission away from completing Watch Dogs: Bad Blood. Um, uh, I'm enjoying it. Uh, I, I ended up getting to like it a lot more um, as I got farther into it. Um, they've taken some of the aspects of the game and uh, and really improved upon them. Like a lot of the hacking sequences, they um, those are still there, but they also have half of them where the uh, the grid. If you played the game, there are these hacking se- there are these hacking sequences where like there's these grid. And you have to like redirect the data flow. Like it's a, it's a, it's a it's a a very silly representation of what hacking is quote unquote actually like but uh, as far as like a little mini game is concerned but they actually have it overlaid on the real world like um like so you so instead of just like looking at like some you know uh, nondescript cyber grid like it's actually like on top of wires and things like that so it, it makes a little bit more sense the way that you're looking at sure. it sure um 
and uh yeah the, the story got pretty interesting um and uh yeah so i'm enjoying it um so i'm one mission away there um i'm gonna do all the story related bonus stuff i'm not gonna do all all the extra bonus the mission stuff yeah stuff just because yeah. i've got other, i've got other things to move on to but uh sure. the story related stuff i'm gonna do uh, actually, I think I'm done with all the story related stuff. So I've got the one mission, and then I'll be done with it. Yeah, um, yeah. But I'm glad I bought it. It was uh, it was it was worth the money for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's that's been it for me. Um, after this, I'm gonna get back to uh, the uh, the story mode in Grand Theft Auto, and then um, pr- and then uh, back to Assassin's Creed Black Flag, or probably the right. two things I'm gonna get back to working on. Very good. I'm still in the middle of those and all these other games. No so. Ori, huh? Yeah. Uh, oh, oh! I just saw today that they patched it. <laughs> oh, good. Now <laughs> yeah. I'll buy it. That's all I was waiting for. No, I can't tell you that. That issue is fixed. I, I just know that the game got a patch because when you go in and you go to look at like your my games and apps on the Xbox One, if the uh, if the gamer app has a little red dot in the corner, that means mm-hmm. it's received an update. And so mm-hmm. just when I was going through, because oh, that's the other thing. I played the um uh, that other castle crasher whatever castle storm castle storm. Yeah, I played that. I'm not interested. Oh, in that I did at all. play a little bit of that too. Yeah. It's functional. It plays well. I just I've got too many damn other things to play that yeah, are. Yeah, it's nowhere near interesting enough to keep yeah. me in, uh, to keep me around. Yeah, yeah. But um, while I was in there scrolling past my other things to get to it, I saw that little dot on Ori, and I got very excited. Mm-hmm. So I, I can't say that my issue is fixed, but the fact that it finally got a patch is very time to look up some me. patch notes. Yeah, I'm, yep. I'm guessing they got fixed because you and the internet have. Made that very abundantly clear. <laughs> well, now that you know what we did this last week in video gaming, let's see what the industry did this last week in video gaming. All right. So, uh, coming in at number five, uh, we're going to... Number five is a, a slot reserved this week for a bit of follow-up to the uh, Konami clusterfuck um, they're they're burning bridges and they're burning them fast and they're doing erratic things. Not any less so than we talked about a couple weeks on the show. And enough things have happened since we first talked about some of their discomfort. Uh, up to now, it's just a lot of things have come to pass this week. So um, I get the feeling that one of these days Konami's going to wake up and go, "Well, now hold on, we're all." coasting down the freeway riding in the back seat so if we're all back here who's driving the van they're just making a lot of crazy weird bad decisions um so there's there's a quick list rather than read an article this week i have i have culled together a list of the uh konami's what the fuck greatest hits for the week I have a feeling this has become a, uh, a weekly thing for a while <laughs> I, you know i hope not because this is depressing um <laughs> Guillermo del Toro uh, finally came out and had a little bit of commentary about uh, Silent Hills being canceled. The terminology he used was that he was disappointed with Konami's scorched earth approach to the cancellation of Silent Hills. That is a quote. That is a quote. Yeah. He said that. Um, if, if you guys uh, recall, um, Guillermo del Toro years back in the previous console generations, uh, he was working on another horror game with THQ before they imploded. Um, they imploded. Property never came to pass. He did say that uh, with this having been a, a, a shocking cancellation and surprise, um, that he was not expecting this at all, um, that he does not think he's going to return to the medium of game development, which is a crying shame because I really think that game would have been something special. Yeah. And maybe even the game he had, had been working on prior to this. Um, I really hope he changes his mind. I hope he comes back. Uh, and tries it one more time, gets it right with just the right person. But uh, he's saying he's not going to do it. He's out. He's done. 
uh, that's not enough. Uh, it's too much time to waste um, for the risk. You know what I mean? I definitely can't blame him. Yeah, it's it's heartbreaking. Um, there was a uh, prominent YouTuber who um, put up a video kind of detailing and chronicling some of Konami's misfortunes from a couple weeks ago. Um, this gentleman really didn't do anything else that any other um, video gaming media outlet, including ourselves, did, which was kind of discuss the possibility of what could be, the rumors, the speculation of what was happening, and uh, in what seems like a really frivolous dick um, move. Dick move. Is there? I, that's it. I was trying to be classy. With <laughs> Charlie switched places with you for a minute and, and pulled out the dick move. Um he didn't pull out the dick move. That's not what we call his penis. We don't call it move. Um, uh, well, how do I get back? Uh, Zip. They, they, <laughs> oh, my God. Can you please put a fucking zipper sound there and just edit that right into the fucking show, please? God. All um, right. Wait, wait. Hey, there. And there. There you go. Yeah. Um, Konami saw fit to pester somebody who really didn't deserve it by filing a copyright claim against this guy's YouTube video. And this video was one of the, I guess, one of the earlier videos up to talk about the subject. So it garnered a lot of viewership early, which tends to happen on YouTube. Early bird gets the worm. And um, YouTube pulled it down in order to review everything and... uh, well, let, let, let's be specific. So when you file a copyright claim on YouTube, the video gets pulled down automatically. Yeah. And yeah. So, it, so, it's, so you, at this point, no person at YouTube had made any decision about anything. This was just an automatic removal yeah. based on the copyright claim. And Konami, knowing this, you know, did exactly as they intended to. And I'm, I'm sure their PR department is sweating bullets over there for the last month. Um, trying to do damage control on a lot of this stuff. And so I'm sure somebody's tired and cranky <laughs> and pulled the trigger on that. But yeah. it was a shitty thing to do. Now, YouTube finally had a chance to get around to it and reviewed everything in, in regards to the claim and adjudicated that uh, Konami could fuck off. <laughs> fuck off. They, uh, they put the video back up. Yep. Uh, they, they said that Konami was not in the right for doing so. Um, gentleman got his video back with its original amount of plays. It was restored and everything. You know, you need to remember when people file these copyright claims, um, if your video is down for two weeks, three weeks, you're losing ad revenue. If you are a bigger YouTuber and yep. that's where your money comes from, then that's, you're losing a chunk of your change. So it's a really, it's a childish shitty thing to do for a major yeah. company to pick on one dude who just has an opinion, um, a probably valid opinion about their bad behavior and only validating their bad behavior. Yeah, the um, some of the leg that they had to stand stand on with this, and you know, what, what, the, the the basis of their claim was the fact that the video included footage of Konami properties and um, and references to uh, like internal Konami documents and yada yada stuff like that. But um, in the end, it all basically came down to fair use. And yeah. um, so that that's that's why it was restored is because yes, mm-hmm. it, it, technically there was copyrighted stuff in there, and so and th- and that's that's part of it too, which is why it sucks when companies do something like this because this wasn't something this wasn't just like the guy turned on his webcam and talked into it for twenty minutes. So this was like a produced like something that he put a lot of time into, mm-hmm. and um, 
clearly, you know, it's, uh, you know, I have no idea how much or little money this guy makes off of his ad revenue, but at the very least, it's, uh, it's definitely, it's clearly something that he cares about enough to put that kind of effort into it. Yeah. You know, as, as, as an editor for this podcast, I trust yeah. me, it's you, when you put the kind of time that you do into, you know, just really making something as good as it can be to deliver a product to like your fans, like I feel for this guy and I, it's, it, yeah. it sucks when stuff like this happens. Uh, the vids, I mean, for, for laymen's who don't laymen at home that don't do anything in the world of production there are there are two types of youtube folks the ones that just bounce a video and throw it up which there's no effort in that you just have to wait the couple hours for it to render and then put it up if you don't do any editing on it and then there are the people who put a lot of production into those people put a shitload of work into it and as we've talked about on the show before not a lot of YouTubers go that route. Most of them just bounce and throw the video, you know, of whatever, yep. like, feed they had running. I mean, heck, they, you can even use your webcam and record a video straight into YouTube now. You don't even need mm-hmm. to wait anymore. Yep. So yep. so this guy put work into it. It got taken down, and Konami uh, got told, there's the door. Yep. That's, that's kind of nice to see that happen in the, in the world today, because most of the time... Most of the time, the big guys get cited with. So it was kind of nice to see that in light of this. Um, now... Action figures. Action oh boy. figures, action figures. Um, I feel like we should bring Michelle into the room for this because uh, her reaction to this was priceless. Her reaction was <laughs> hilarious. Yeah. And uh, I think that the Michelle is, Michelle's voice for this is going to echo uh, a lot of very frustrated people. Um, but I don't want to bring her in here because I'm afraid that she'll beat all of us for no, somebody else's sins. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, Konami, I, I'm mentioning this because it's a Metal Gear thing, but I, I mean, this is not Konami doing something terrible. It just happens to be Konami-related news. Um, well, maybe, depending on who you ask, it's terrible, <laughs> I guess. Uh, Konami is producing an action figure through the... Um, it's a Play Arts figure, so this is something that Square Enix is involved in because the Play Arts line belongs to Square. And the Play Arts figures are, are typically higher quality, higher, really nice, higher really caliber nice. stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and it often end up being um, collectibles that are worth a lot of money well yeah. after their market. I have a Sephiroth action figure at home that's worth $80, and it was a $20 figure. So, yeah. And that's out of the box. It's worth 80 bucks. Right. So, um, you know, it's the figure uh, Quiet, uh, based on the character Quiet that you've seen in a lot of the trailers. For those of you who don't know who Quiet is... Um, this character garnered, depending on which side of the camp you're on, either some fascination because she's a very scantily clad, sexy uh, sniper type character that is mute and can kind of transmogrify herself. Uh, I don't know how to explain that. Just watch the video. Yeah. <laughs> um, or the other side of the camp, people were a little frustrated and upset because she's a sniper that runs around in a bikini top with a uh, very uh, perky, maybe B-cup breasts. So, um... <laughs> so, I'd say more. So, I'd say more like C. You think so? Yeah. Good. I'm, yeah. I'm, Char- Charlie got a better look than I did. Um, <laughs> don't tell Michelle. Um, the somebody over there at either uh, Konami or uh, the Play Arts um, division took that and ran with it because they're putting out a figure that has soft. Um, <laughs> malleable malleable is probably the appropriate word I'm glad you because I was going to say squeezable <laughs> squeezable little boobs little breasts and um, I'm of two minds on the subject it is the play arts line are typically not purchased by children most of the time it's collectors adults um, there are far worse things being produced on standard action figures in terms of how little they're wearing sometimes than this. But the the boobs, the rubber part, makes it 
bizarre. And there's there are pictures online where you can see what it looks like at standard rest, and then a factory worker squeezing them together to show you what kind of crazy cleavage this figure produces. Um, some people are very offended by this. Um, given that it comes from the realm of Japan, they don't give a shit if you're offended. Now, on state side, where there is largely a, a very strong uh, and growing feminist movement and a supportive female everything in the world of gaming, a lot of people found this to be very distasteful. Yes. Um, I really want to know what your guys' take and opinion on this, because I feel like everybody's going to have sort of varied opinions. And mine is pretty short and sweet, and it is this. It is a product. You don't have to buy it. It's a vote with your dollars thing. If you're offended by it, don't buy it. You know, don't, don't, you know, speak your opinion about it, but don't buy it if you don't want it. Um, it's not any different than um, watching, to me, watching an R-rated movie with a lot of gratuitous nudity in it. You don't have to watch the movie. Don't support the product. Um, do they have a right to make it? Sure. You know, um, is it classy? No, not really. No, you know, not yeah, at all. Not at all. Um, do I think it's, it's already sold out in pre-orders everywhere, you know. Um, is it wrong? I don't know. I don't know that I'm the person to answer that question. It, it doesn't bother me personally um, because it's just a fucking toy. Yeah. And um, I, I think I think that's where it crosses the line for some people, because yeah. on the surface, I agree with everything that you just said. Mm-hmm. But it seems like a lot of the argument is that even though, as you said, this is a this is not something that's made for toys. This is a, a this is a collectible. This is something that that's meant to be purchased and mm-hmm. and uh, owned by, you know, like mature adults. Mm-hmm. I use the term mature biologically, maybe not mentally. Um, sure, sure. But uh, yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um you know, but uh, you know, there are some people who say yes, but it's a toy. You know, to- there's that there's that ingrained, you know, as a brony, like this 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 very much touches home for me because there's this uh, you know there's this ingrained association between toys and dolls and sure, whatever and sure, children sure. and you know it's like I you know I understand the disconnect very clearly, but there are there's the vast majority of people I think don't. Sure, sure. No, I'm sure that we'll hear some sort of follow up about some you know teenage youth who gets his hands on it and perverts it for nefarious purposes but um the issue that seems to be bothering people is more less concern over it falling into kids hands because play arts figures to be clear are not available on toys r us shelves you can't get them everywhere most people have to order them online or get them sent from japan depending on the figure um or you have to get them in like a lot of people sell them at conventions and stuff like that. Right, so or very get spe- like specialty toy shops. Yeah, and yeah. Like that. It's not something like that a little kid is going to have easy access yeah. to. So I'm, I don't think that's what most people are concerned with. I think that there are men and women who who find it offensive on a on a feminist level. Yeah, I don't think it's offensive um, because I, I it's just an action figure. I don't think that they're and it's an action figure of a fictional character. Um, if it were somebody real being depicted in such a like terribly sexy way, I would find it to be more yeah, offensive. That's that's a very but good point. But in a world where you can have Gears of War action figures with bulging biceps and no shirts on, I don't. I mean, granted, those aren't soft skin tissue, but if they were, I wouldn't be any more offended by those. To be clear, I'm not saying I'm not offended by it just because it's a, it's a female figure. If they were putting out male figures with like squishy biceps and you know uh, bulging man teats. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't be any more offended by that than the other thing. Um, I'm not terribly offended by things like this. I think people sometimes get a little incensed about things that are 
Yeah, there's a there's ultimately a, harmless. It's going to come and go, yeah. and most people aren't even going to know it's going to be on their radar. Um, yeah, but I can understand why people would be bothered by it. Yeah, it's. I, th- I think there's a, there's a, just a big culture difference yeah. here because yeah. you know, for better or worse, you know, the um, th- this kind of thing is very prevalent, especially in the in in the anime, you know, video game culture and things like and that. That's what it is. Like if you like, uh, like I've seen countless hundreds literally of um like resin anime and manga figures that are significantly tentacle porn i there are but, well, tentacle porn 350 dollar tentacle porn resin statues yeah. <laughs> that are sold by i'm sure a subsidiary of one of these two companies right so i that's maybe why it doesn't bother me because i know there are far more offensive things out that's there the and nobody thing, yeah. says anything about those because it's, it's just normal in that world it's you know? wholly unnecessary yeah and oh, yeah. Yeah, it yeah. is uh it's it is a bit exploitive but there is yeah. considerably worse stuff out there go what's your take on this issue you're awfully quiet you're gonna let okay yeah, yeah I'm, I'm gonna, you know, he's like i'm gonna get it and i'm gonna motorboat it that's it <laughs> That's it. Well, that's well, a, that's well. all there is. Man. Hey, let's keep my pre-order out of this. But <laughs> so here's Confirmed. my th- here's my thing. When you guys have hit on a lot of it, it's not that offensive. Two, it's made in Japan for Japan, so it really doesn't have anything to do with this side of the the state, the planet. Anyways, they didn't make it for us. And three, the people who are offended by it, you're not the audience. The people who yeah. sold them out in 20 minutes are the audience. I think it's stay in your yard. It's important to remember (laughs) to to, to play devil's advocate to goat in that way, because I, I'm very much, uh, I can see this from both sides of the fence, um, to play devil's advocate to what goat just said. Um, sometimes in any sort of rights scenario, I don't care what type of rights, male, female, gay, straight. I don't care what it is. Puppies. The people who are, who are fighting for change on a certain thing, sometimes, um, forget that part of, Part of fighting that fight is knowing when to look at somebody who is doing something you don't agree with and go, I don't agree with that. I think there's a better way, but you have the right to do that. That's okay. I mean, it's not tasteful, but it's whatever. You're not killing anybody. Yeah. Um, yet. I don't uh, yet. Um, <laughs> I, yeah. So I, I understand what you mean. Just that's not for those folks, yeah. you know, and the people who do want that stuff, it doesn't make them crazy or twisted or sick or evil. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, it makes them a little dirty. You know, in the in the uh, in the motorboating section of the things, <laughs> uh, but uh, but uh, yeah. But there's I mean, a business for it. I think it's I think it's ultimately fairly harmless. It's going to come. It's going to go. It's not like it's, Jehovah's Witnesses are bringing these dolls to your doorstep and going, "Have you heard about our dolls?" And rubbing them in your kids' faces. <laughs> <laughs> this is very. This is like nobody knows what's in the porn shop because there's black windows. If you want to go in the porn shop, you can. But other than that. Stay out. <laughs> I, I, you know, that's okay. I'm yeah, curious to I, see I, if I hear we hear anything else about this though yeah. coming up because, uh, you know, 14 year old John probably would have pushed a person down the stairs to get a hold of one of these because I was a dumb little boy. You know what I mean? Like little kids. I'm <laughs> sure some kid is going to try and get their hands on yeah. it. You know, but that that's that's life. Maybe yeah. Dad shouldn't be buying plastic booby dolls. Yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, listeners, we d- we definitely love to know what you guys think about this particular issue. So, um, if you if you love it, if you hate it, if you don't care about it, if you think just whatever you think, uh, we would. Is it offensive? Be... Is it in poor taste? Does it is it fine? Does it not bother you? What do you think? Yeah, just uh, yeah, whatever your take is. Um, I have a feeling that there are some opinionated people out there. That, yes, uh, yes, on, on all sides of this. All fence. are welcome. Yeah, yeah. Um, to close out the Konami roundup, uh, Konami announced this week also that. Uh, once Metal Gear Solid uh, Five, the Phantom Pain is out. They are, and and it all makes sense in the big picture of what they've been doing. 
uh, have announced that they are primarily going to be developing on mobile platforms. They did not say handheld platforms. They were specific and said mobile platforms. So I'm sure that encompasses handhelds as well, but probably more so uh, phones. You know, tablets, phones. Yep. Um, so get ready for uh, Metal Gear Solid 6, the real Phantom Pain. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's... I don't have much to say about it. I don't like it. Yeah. You know? Uh well, as, as you know, as trying to uh, just uh, leave it as much as we'll we'll judge it when we see it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but the idea it definitely is. I find it to be disappointing. It's disappointing, and I, I will gladly um, eat some crow if if they put out good product. Great, maybe they'll be the ones to legitimize. You know gaming on mobile platforms goat goat is waving that concept uh. away he's made up his mind they're gonna give us 299 contra we'll all be happy with it give me all my big games for three bucks a piece we'll move on together there you go i wouldn't complain about a mobile version like a like a legitimate mobile version of the original original like metal gear games that would be yeah, yeah, yeah. i'd be fine with that yeah. i just you know how well are those going to control for stealth well, games where true. control is well, a, precision, a controller precision. yeah the moga controller there but, you go in in the in the modern gaming like handheld gaming market, Moga's not a big hit. No. Like they don't like there's not a lot of people who buy those controllers just for those. They have other yeah. There are, there are other Bluetooth controllers yeah. though that you can get. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. But, yeah. Well, I just mean Bluetooth controllers. Most people are going to want to stick to yeah. you know if they don't want to have to mess with yeah. anything. It's about convenience. They want yeah. a Bluetooth yeah. controller. You probably already have a, a Vita. Or a exactly, Vita. exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of thing. So, um, on a side note, Square Enix announced they're going to be going mobile too um, this week, which is. Also, it's everyone's everyone's getting on the bandwagon. Apparently, Japan got the memo that mobile games make money, so that's where they're heading. So I'm going to move on from this incredibly lengthy number five yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, and go on to a number four. So World of Warcraft, um, Blizzard decided to single-handedly shut down a quote bot factory this week when they banned a hundred thousand accounts. Um, so. There's a company that uh, that called Bossland that made a uh, a bot called Honor Buddy. What they do is uh, Honor Buddy automates ac- uh, actions in World of Warcraft. So the player fires it up, then the machine handles mundane tasks like gathering resources or grinding mobs unattended, um, and that sort of thing is you know frowned upon in the community. People don't like it. People don't want anything to do with it. And uh, they earned Blizzard's ire. So what Blizzard is, Blizzard's done now and why they have decided to stop um, trying to do you know these bots for World of Warcraft is because Blizzard can now see which characters and accounts are their bots. So they know which accounts to ban. So it doesn't, they can make a million new accounts and make a million new characters, but just uh, take them right back they're off. able to track when they're using it now. And this company seems to think that it's not worth their time and effort anymore to try and skew the market in World of Warcraft to make money on their own. Um, I say bravo. Yeah, I absolutely. say bravo, Blizzard. Good for you guys for, for actually building. Engineers had to script a, a, a way to... You know, I would imagine not being an engineer myself and knowing the basic logistics of how this might work that in my brain, and if any of you, including Mr. Ricky Keller, who does script, if you can clue us in on this a little bit, I would appreciate it. I would imagine they have to go in there, dissect whatever it was they built, the other company built, and figure out what the identifier was in that and then build something to counteract that. 
and then implement it. So it took effort and time and money to really do this. Um, I would say that I would say you're probably spot on there. Um, it's uh, you know they, they probably just got a copy of the program themselves yeah. and just obtained it just like anybody else would, yeah. and um, and then just watch and watch how it works. And they found yeah. the patterns, and then you would just they would you would just look for those patterns. And, uh, you know, they, they would just build a script of their own to detect said patterns. And mm-hmm. then that's how they would identify it. I think yeah. it's, you know, pretty pretty much just like what you said. But this is, I mean, this stuff's always been around yeah. in, in MMOs. You know, and with you, Goats playing Neverwinter currently on the, the Xbox One. I mean, gold farmers, resource farmers, these, and, and, and bots like this can really, really take a perfectly good game that's got a really solid structure and design and turn it on its head and ruin it for the people that are subscribing or playing it. Um, and with Warcraft announcing not too long ago that you can use the the gold you earn in games just from playing, you can turn that in for subscription time now, paid subscription time. Oh, wow. You can redeem in-game gold that you earn your way on your own without paying a cent and redeem it for paid subscription time now. Wow. So they, they almost have like a free-to-play model going there. They do have a huh. like earn your, earn your time model. Huh. Um, so farmers like this damage that game more than ever. Now that they've lost a ton of subscribers since November, so I'm I'm really glad for them. I know a lot of people are burnt out on World of Warcraft. I played it um, all the way up to Mist of Pandaria, and uh, I think it's a, a a technical achievement in video gaming that will be gone one day in the form that it's in, and people won't understand what a monumental task it was to make this kind of game. So I'm I'm glad for them that they're still you know fighting the good fight and sticking it to these jerks. Yeah, man, you know. I approve. Yay! <laughs> All right, everybody wins. Um, somebody go ahead and move on to number three. Ubisoft has announced that they are going to start uh, developing and releasing big-budget titles on the Oculus Rift or just in VR in general, you know, as it becomes a more prevalent thing coming up here. So far, most of what you see out there, smaller companies, a lot of pioneering companies, tech demos, um, independent developers making you know demos for this stuff. Not a lot of big guys on board with it or championing the cause of 3D yet. Um, so Ubisoft actually kind of came out with some formal quotation on it this way uh, this week. Um, the CEO for Ubisoft, uh, Ubisoft. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the CEO for Ubisoft, Yves Guimont, said that uh, first we believe a lot in virtual reality because we see it's really giving a chance for gamers to be immersed in worlds. We are developing a certain number of games that are going to take advantage of these new possibilities. What we're doing is working on the different brands we have to see how we can take advantage of these new possibilities while making sure that we also don't suffer from what uh, what comes with it, which is the difficulty to play a long time with those sorts of games. We're very bullish about the potential of virtual reality. We think it's going to bring more uh, more players into the universe of Ubisoft video games, and we're going to come out with our, our brands. Um, they seem pretty intent. Um, and based on some of the games that they have in their lineup, regardless of whether you agree or disagree with the annualization of some of their stuff. Far Cry and Assassin's Creed would make outstanding virtual reality games. Would they though? I think they, I think Far Cry, I think Far Cry would. I mean, Assassin's Creed's a third-person game, so I don't know how they would work that. Yeah, I, I mean, oh yeah, that, that, and that's the thing. If it wasn't built to be first person in the first place, with Assassin's Creed is the one that is is the one that I'm just is I'm, I'm questioning there. Um, if it wasn't built to be first person, it makes me wonder how it would really work as mm. a virtual reality game. That's that's your issue. What? I, I third 
Far Cry makes me poop my pants as it is. I don't need an alligator that close to my head. <laughs> <laughs> well, think about we were talking about this before recording. Charlie's been playing through Black Flag right now, and they have some uh, underwater sections where you get chased by sharks and shit. And, mm-hmm. Oof, we were terrifying. Also, we were also yep. talking about uh, VR Raymond for Charlie's new workout program. Yeah, if I actually had to run like Rayman runs um, and jump and all that, and jump and slide and swing and throw my fists twenty feet away, and he would be a men's monthly. <laughs> yeah, he might make it there. I would be dead of a massive heart attack. My heart would explode in my chest, and I would die. Yeah, I'm 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 an on and off jogger, and I don't I don't want to play that game. <laughs> Um, um, is there anything from Ubisoft's catalog that you guys can think of that would fit virtual reality well, aside from, you know, their, their obvious tentpole, you know, franchises? Um, I could see some fun ways to make, um, uh, like a, ra- like a raving rabbits game, like a mini game style virtual reality. I, I think that there's some interesting, uh, gameplay mechanics that they could have there with having to like, do like a Simon says, look kind of thing. I don't know. Just, just different, different ways to use that as a, as a new sure. control method. Um, aside from that, I mean, anything first person would be interesting, you know, so like all the Far Cries, um, I, I would, I would play, I would replay Blood Dragon. Oh on, my God, yeah, I on, forgot about it. On that if I could, just because oh. neon, so much neon. Delightful. <laughs> um, go, uh, can you think of anything? Not really, the only thing I can think of was maybe doing Child of Light again first person. How would you do that first person? That would be weird. I mean, it's a flat game. I mean, I could see them. Uh, we talked about this a little bit too with like Rayman and that, like taking the backgrounds and separating them, the foreground, yeah. the the middle ground, and the aftground, and, and yeah. How do you yeah. how do you take those just things? Just give it and, just a lot yeah. more depth. I, I just like to sure. see one of the Ubi art like games. Like you know, I'd like to be immersed in that that awesomeness that they usually put as a oh yeah art I, style. Yeah, I don't I don't know about one of their existing Ubi art yeah. games, but I would. Like that would almost be a, 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 a system seller for me if if they came out with an an Oculus or whatever VR headset exclusive Ubi art game, I would almost have to buy. Oh it. yeah, yeah, no, that would be an easy sell for yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So maybe not a specific game, but more, yeah, the the, the sub studio. Yeah, yeah. Um, just on on a quick uh, VR related note, um, just wanted to plug something. Goat uh, forwarded me a link a week ago about a, a game that's currently on Kickstarter called Starfighter Incorporated, and um, I immediately backed this as soon as I found out what it was. <laughs> yeah, I figured when it said it was the next X-Wing, I'm like, well, there's there's money for it's, them. It's a game, it's a space sim game that's being created by a good number of the original developers of X-Wing and TIE Fighter, mm. which to me is just perfect. Um, and uh, so this, this, you know, I'm sure you'll be able to play without a VR headset, but they are very much taking VR into consideration, is my understanding from mm-hmm. from from the campaign. And it's like a measly like 15 bucks, you know, to you know to uh, to basically pre-order your copy of the game. And so yes, they they immediately had my money. Is, so, that, is, that, is that your system seller? Uh, it could be depending on depending on how well this turns out. They they've got several uh, um um you know uh. Uh, uh, stretch goals mm-hmm. and so um, you know uh, some of the higher stretch goals are being able to like have and control like capital ships and things like that oh, and just like that's nice there's oh man so everything in that article you went oh, oh. <laughs> yes <laughs> yes exactly that I actually for the first time ever I got into a kick I haven't done, I've only done a, like a handful of kickstarters but I actually got in on the um on the ground floor and I actually got in on the early bird special which is uh as which I haven't uh, ever found one that I was interested in early enough to be able to do that before but um well you're welcome <laughs> yes yes definitely thank you um but um as of right now i'm pulling it up so they are 
Um, their goal is $250,000 and they're sitting at just shy of 130 with 20 days to go. So, um, looks like they're going to make it on this trajectory. Um, whether or not they hit some of those stretch goals that they have looks to be, uh, in question because capital ship combat comes in at $5 million. <laughs> oh, is that it? Measly? <laughs> yeah. Measly five yeah. mil? Mm. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, no, it looked, it definitely looks interesting. So yeah, Starfighter Incorporated on Kickstarter. If you enjoyed, uh, X-Wing and TIE Fighter, you should go check that out. So yeah. Right on. Uh, moving on to number two, um, we talked a little bit back uh, about uh, movies uh, coming out that are game related. Um, Ratchet and Clank was one of the things we mentioned in passing, and uh, they have announced some of the uh, big name cast members that they're getting for this movie. So um, actors Bella Thorne, John Goodman, Paul Giamatti, Rosario Dawson, and Sylvester Stallone are uh, joining the cast of the the folks that do the characters for the original the original voices in the game, which I think it's really awesome that if they're that one they're even doing a Ratchet and Clank movie, two they're letting the people who did the voices uh, that we know for the characters that are appearing in the game are getting to keep their jobs and do those in a big Hollywood movie, and they're being joined by that's not a small list of names, man. That's that's a lot of star power in that list. Um, you know the the original uh, voice actors for Ratchet uh, Clank and Captain Quark, so James A. Taylor and David. Uh, David Kay and Jim Ward, respectively, um, are going to be reprising those roles. Um, the movie is going to follow the characters uh, to try and stop Chairman Drek from destroying the Solana Galaxy. And so, for those of you who don't know Ratchet and Clank very well, um, Chairman Drek was the original antagonist in the very first Ratchet and Clank game back in 2002. So, it seems like they're uh, maybe going back to the beginning if they're going to do these and just tell them in the order in which the games are released. And those, those games kind of lend themselves to being... They're almost modeled after you know, Pixar movies of the time in the way that they told stories. So, uh, cool, man. Awesome cast. What do you guys think of the cast? Um, it, you know, it's, uh, I, I think, uh, I think we can thank the, uh, the falling costs and, uh, expense that it takes to do CG, you know, like it's becoming uh, much more of a commodity now to be able to, you know, do these kind of movies. And so that they have the budget to be able to put into putting together these awesome voice casts. Like it used to be that you had to put like so much money into the, into the actual computer-generated side of it that you didn't have anything left over for the voice cast, and that seems to have flipped now. So, um, uh, you know, I think we have that to thank for this because that is a really, really, really cool-sounding cast. It is. Now, the only thing that I feel like maybe a missed opportunity, and it's something they're not, they're not, they're kind of letting fly under the radar with this, is that this is a big-budget CGI movie. The, if you remember the uh, years back, there was an animated Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles feature that came out probably mm. four or five years ago. Mm-hmm. TMNT, they built it as. The guy who directed that is directing this. But here's the thing. Big cast, somebody who's done a release in Hollywood uh, release stuff, but Sony doing that thing that they're trying to do as of late where they're they're trying to get on board with all of the uh, like uh, original programming. Mm-hmm. This is not coming out in theaters now. They're doing it on PlayStation Network. Oh. With a cast that large... With with a voiceover cast of stars that big, and they're they, not putting this out in theaters. They were going to. They're saying it's going to debut on PlayStation Network now. It's going to debut on PlayStation Network. Oh, on PlayStation but, Network. But is it definitely not coming out in theaters? That's the scuttlebutt. Huh. Seems like a waste, doesn't it? Seems like a missed How opportunity. How are they going to make money? Presumably, everybody's going to flock to PlayStation Network to buy it because that's Sony's not, original programming is the greatest thing ever. That's not going to happen. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but I'm not paying 50 bucks for a movie ticket. <laughs> Are you talking about for the, the subscription yeah. PlayStation Network? Yeah. Um, yeah. Look, uh, I'll check it out, mostly because we've all said that we want to champion the cause of 
good video game movies, of which there is a gargantuan deficit. Yeah. Um, this may be the first actual video game movie based on an actual video game property that closely follows the actual game on which it is based that may end up being good. It's got real talent involved. And nobody will see it because they didn't get PlayStation Plus. I'll see it. I'll see it. I'll, I'll go watch my brothers. <laughs> have, you guys kept, have either of you guys kept up on Powers? Are you watching I've that? seen the first two episodes of Powers. I, uh, I watched the first one. It was and, renewed okay. for a second season. It's coming back. Oh, well. I wasn't really interested after the first episode. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Another superhero thing. Good. It's, Great. Uh, we have enough of those now. Yeah. It's flimsy. Okay. It's, it's flimsy. It's not. To, it, I'll tell you this. With the flash flood of superhero programming appearing on TV right now, it does not stand up next to the other things in which it is competing. It's not, it's not great. Okay. Well, then um, this sounds like a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> well, at any rate, um, you know, I'll check it out. I'll watch it. You know, I, I like the cast behind it and, you know, championing a good you know, video, video game movie. I like I'm all about it. So I'll check it out when it comes out. Yeah. I'll wait for reviews. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I will give you my review. I'll, I'll take okay. the bullet for you, Charlie. Sounds, sounds good. Uh, coming in at number one this week, I could not go anywhere without this being uh, just thrust into my face. Uh, Nintendo E3 plans to resurrect Nintendo World Championship and full Treehouse Live coverage for that. I know you guys were about to chuckle about a dick joke flying at my face. <laughs> I heard it. I saw you laughing. I choose to ignore you. I don't know what you're talking about. For the sake of the number one story, we will make the dick not... The star. <laughs> um, <laughs> you may be undermining your goal here, John. <laughs> Damn it. Um, that was a lot of dick references for not making a dick reference. Um, dick train. <laughs> there it is. That's it. That's all. All right. There you go. We, we, we haven't we said it in a while. Star. There you go. And I drink. Fuck, I ruined it. Um, Nintendo announced that they're going to they're gonna do, um, you know, they're going to be resurrecting their, their championship series. For those of you who don't remember or who aren't uh, tragically old like we are. Um, <laughs> if you saw the, speaking of video game movies, The Wizard had Fred Savage in it. Um, that, that movie sold tickets just based on the fact that every 10-year-old in the United States knew that they were going to be showing Super Mario Bros. 3 yep. in this movie. It's the yep. only reason anybody went. Uh, and it blew our minds. I saw it in the theater. I never forget it. I saw Super Mario 3 running, and I was like, oh, my God! And, you know, of course, I bought it when it came out and played it until my eyes bled. And every person who's seen that movie has no idea what else happened in that movie. Power Glove. I remember the Power Glove. The Power Glove was in it. The Power Glove was in it. So a lot of people are really excited that they're doing this. Um they have not specified just yet um, which games are going to be related to it, and they're, they're going to be putting out information coming up on what games are going to be involved, how you can get involved in participating in, in the championship, and uh, really what it's going to culminate in. Um, pretty scarce on details to start, but it's got everybody all a flutter because um, Nintendo's throwing down the competitive gauntlet again for the first time in a long time for something other than Smash Brothers related things. Uh, I dig this, man. I'm I'm all about this. Uh, are you guys excited to see this throwback to our youth? Uh, I am. Um, I uh, I remember now. This is this is the thing where they would they would send out like the trucks to like locations and like they would have these like like you know now very very uh, highly sought after collectible game cartridges that had like little mini games that basically you would compete in to get like a high score and if like you were good enough you might be invited to the next level kind of the thing that's what we're talking about here right yes okay um i went to one of those once and i and i uh, i participated they actually um parked the um parked the bus actually in the uh, the parking lot of uh, the middle school that goat and i went to 
Um, really? And uh, yeah. And um, I remember I played, um, it was uh, the three levels I played. It was Mario Brothers Lost Levels. Um, some, uh, the, the second level, was, uh, the, the, I remember the final level was some, uh, some baseball game where you just had to hit as many home runs as you could in a short amount of time. And for the life of me, I think, the, I think the third one was some sort of racing game, but I can't remember what it was. Um, but I remember I went down there with my dad and, um, just, you know, it was this giant speckle, you know, like this, this big, you know, fold out, bust out, like semi truck trailer with like all these stations that everybody went up there in turns and like took turns playing. But like it was like this big, huge ordeal. And it was so much fun and it was so exciting. And it was just like that was like the first time where video games to me. Now, keep in mind, I was in middle school when this was happening. So, I mean, like I was a kid, but um, that was like the first time to me that video games seemed like more than just like a toy that I had at home. You know, like sure. it was like it's like you know the, the the fact that people were taking them so seriously as to like have these big grand competitions and like oh, yeah. you know make such a big deal out of it i mean for me that was that was, that was i'm not gonna i'm not i'm not gonna like hyperbolize and say it was like it was the defining moment of my childhood but i mean like it was uh, an important one for sure um it couldn't have been you said there was a sports game and a racing game <laughs> well that was before they were annualized <laughs> nightmares too. That, yeah that's true um but uh no i'm i'm super super excited about this and um i just i just hope they do it right i, just, I hope so too i just get this visit charlie looking at his dad going uh, baseball in like five seconds. What am I doing? What am I doing? Tell me. I've never seen this. Swing the stick at the ball. Okay. I mean, to be clear, I did. I did not do well. <laughs> so well, lost um, levels is a pain in the ass, anyways. Go. Oh, yeah. Because it was like it was a speed run too. You know, mm-hmm. so you had to get through it as quickly mm-hmm. as possible. Wow. And um, you're not good with that. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Did, did either of you guys ever see one of these in person or, or participate? I never in got anyway? to see one. I was familiar okay. with them, but uh, you know, for those those listeners at home, again, I, I grew up in the deep south in. Uh, like any any farther south on the Gulf, Gulf Coast of Mississippi, and I'm swimming in the drink. So, um, there was no civilization there. <laughs> we didn't get nice things. So, if this had showed up, people with uh, aliens were invading. Yes. Is what you're telling? Pretty me. much. Okay. Yeah. Pretty much. You know. I mean, uh, it was the, the, the '80s. People from the north were still afraid of people yeah. from the south. Yeah. We were lucky that that <laughs> Toys R Us featured you know playable Nintendo 64s. You know, when I was when they were coming out as a kid, and you know, I lived next to the Toys R Us, so I would pretty much just. Go in there. I finished Mario 64 before the N64 came out. I played it the, almost the entire game at Toys R Us. So, um, no, we didn't get nice things like that. But I'm excited they're bringing this back around. Um, I'm excited because then we'll finally see the first mobile games that Nintendo's been talking about. They it's did be say, no, we won't. We won't this time because they did. This is going to happen in time for E3 mm-hmm. in the next few weeks, yeah. um, the, the beginnings of it and then getting it really. But they did say that uh, the NX and any of their mobile stuff will not be making an appearance at E3 this year. I'm sure that'll be next year's hoopla. But right now, I think that's nothing. that's that's how on they par. Yeah, that's on par with how they operate. They announce something yeah. and then they don't show it for a year. Yeah, so that, yeah. that's kind of normal. Yeah. And then they tell you three days before it comes out. <laughs> yeah. Now, now I mentioned uh, the Wizard, which starred Fred Savage. Mr. Fred Savage, uh, still an actor today, got wind that they were resurrecting this thing that was sort of featured in uh, the Wizard, and uh, he tweeted about it. And he said, "Okay, so where are these Nintendo championships being held, and how the hell do I get there?" <laughs> so for those of us who grew up watching it, it 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 was delightful. Yep. It's the only word I perfect. Can think well of. done, Mr. Savage. Yes. Very good. Well played, sir. Well played. Um, that's going to do it for news this week, gents. Well, speaking of bringing things back, uh, this week's feature, we're talking about the resurrection of uh, Guitar Hero and Rock Band. 
So, like I said in, uh, before the music, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about uh, resurrections and, uh, and zombie music games. Um, as in zombies coming back, not actual zombie music games uh, with zombies in them. Never mind. Moving on. So, Rock Band and Guitar Hero, come on back. <laughs> Uh, and uh, we're uh, we're gonna chime in on this as three semi-professional, professional, and retired musicians. <laughs> so, John, Mister Falcon Glenn, guitarist uh, for current said band, what do you think of this? Um, I I want to be excited about this, but I'm not at all. Um. It's because you own a real guitar? Well, here's the thing. I played Guitar Hero and Rock Band at the time in which they were kind of on their way up and, you know, through the point in which they burned out in their last handful of iterations. I didn't touch because I had enough plastic instruments to, uh, you know, to, to fill my living room. And that's part of it. I have no interest in reinvesting in peripherals that aren't going to be compatible with the ones I already own um, and are currently sitting in storage right now anyways. Um, it's just I don't. I don't have the time as a new father and somebody who works in music professionally. I don't have time to reinvest in this. And I'm sure kids today will probably still dig it. It's a cool idea. And it's had enough of a cool off time that the next generation of kids will probably think this is cool. I don't think it's going to have the impact that it did when it was originally announced. I'm just not that excited for it. I just don't care. Now, um, I believe... Uh, I believe I read at some point that Rock Band folks said that they were going to be coming out with an adapter for current-gen consoles that would allow you to use your previous, your existing instruments. That's fine. Then um, I, I wouldn't mind trying it, but I still have no desire to pay $60 for another rhythm instrument game right. that's going to be primarily based on the 4 and $6, $9 DLC packs you buy of songs every handful of months. I just don't sure. care. I'm done with that. Have you seen the first, uh, first, six, the first six songs announced for the new Rock Band? I have not, no. So they are Avenged Sevenfolds, Hail to the King, Fleetwood Mac's You Make Loving Fun, Jack White's Lazaretto, The Killers, Somebody Told Me, Spin Doctors, Little Miss Can't Be Wrong, and The Who, The Seeker. Certainly a lot of variety in that announcement. Like, yes, I, yes. I think that there's something for everybody in there. Yep. You know? Um, so, so... In their mid-30s. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, okay, so, so let's... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to address these one at a time. Um, so with rock band, I'm pretty excited about this. Um, I think, I think, well, yeah, yeah. We're sitting in the room with my, with my pro ion rock band drum controller. So, um, I, I'm a fan of the games <laughs> and if I can't use that, I'm going to be really upset <laughs> because that thing, it was a gift, but still it was an expensive gift. Yeah. Um, and it's got a lot of dust on it. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, so, okay. So as far as rock band's concerned, um, I think we've mentioned this on the, sh- on the show a couple times before, but, um, I used to have... I used, you know, Michelle and I used to host almost monthly rock band parties when these things were in their prime. Um, you know, like you know, Goat was a was a frequent attendee. Um, John, I wish I'd known you at the time. Would have been great. Yeah, they um they, they were they were a lot of fun. Um, you know, just had a bunch of people over. Um, it'll be a little trickier now with my with my with my new uh, accommodations. My my previous uh, house was much more had a, had a much larger open living room. It, it was more rock TV. band friendly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, than, than than my current setup. So I'll have to figure something out there. But um. I mean, it's when you get a group of people together to play these songs. I mean, like, you know, when you're sitting by yourself, just like leaning back on the couch, playing guitar or or playing the drums or singing, you know, basically playing karaoke by yourself in a room. I mean, like that, that is one thing. But when you get a group of people together to play these games, I mean, it is so much fun. Between the two of them, I'm definitely more interested in rock band than I am Guitar Hero um, for mostly for that reason. But even still, most of the time when I had 
rock band and played it. It was with a couple of buddies. I I would absolutely come over here and have a rock band party with you guys and play and jam it. That would be absolutely perfectly cool. A yep. lot of fun. But on my own, I won't invest in it. Sure, that. sure. Yeah. So so you'll let me buy it so you can play it. Got it. Yes, um. <laughs> yes. I shamelessly will do that. <laughs> you no, buy it anyways. That's yeah. That's absolutely true. I now, can't say much. I did that with three. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Now, yeah. Uh, speaking of which, I'm uh, I'm disappointed to find out that they will not be supporting the Rock Band 3's keyboard in the new Rock Band. Oh, that's because... a bummer. That thing was kind of a failure. Um, well, I, be- well, because you actually, it was the most difficult one to play. Like they yeah. actually, yeah, you made, actually know how to play. Maybe you have to know how to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, but uh, I understand that. But I'm actually surprised that in the the current state of the world of music, EDM being as big as it is. That they're not trying to bring back DJ Hero. That's true. Because that that kind of broke before EDM exploded the way that it has. Yeah. So I'm I'm really shocked with everybody and their brother being a you know a, a you know a tablet DJ. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now you yeah. know I'm surprised that they're not trying to bring that back. Honestly, that's, that's true. But so that's Rock Band, uh, Guitar Hero. Um, if you haven't seen the, the announcement trailer that they had for the new Guitar Hero, um, so basically what it is, it's it's a first person live action camera shot of somebody who's like sitting in like a green room with with a band, and um, like you know actual to be to be very clear, the live action real human beings, and um, and then you're like with these guys, and they're asking you like, are you okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like you know, it's like you know, you're, you're, the the whoever you're in the head of is like apparently like you know, you know, worried about something or nervous or whatever. And so they go up on stage, and now they're up on stage with a live action audience of green screened thousands of people, and you know, it's just like this big ordeal. And then the game, you know, it's like they start to play, and you're apparently you're the guitarist, and you can't play for crap. And then the crowd starts booing at you, and they're like telling you that you suck, and yada yada yada, and you're Look, the camera is swinging around and looking at your 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 bandmates, and again, these real human beings are looking at you and asking, like, "What's the matter with you? Why can't you play? What is the problem?" And then, like, all of a sudden, like, because it's it's a dramatic trailer, like, it clicks into place, and like, you remember how to play again? And you start to play the song, and then everybody's rocking out, and the audience is having a great time, and then like. It comes up and it says, this isn't what it feels like to play the new Guitar Hero. This is the new Guitar Hero. Like, that's the tagline. And so apparently, like, if you've played any of these games before, you know that while you're playing and, you know, the the music highway, I think is what most of them call it, is on the screen to show you, you know, the actual gameplay Mm -hmm. behind it. There are, you know, cartoony, over, over-exaggerated, whatever, um, you know, CG, you know, just video game characters and a video game audience and a video game stage and all that happening behind you. Well, apparently Guitar Hero now is going to be doing this with with you know with people like actual footage of real people Mm -hmm. and um i don't know how i feel about this because my response to it what that i had we had this in the players club if anybody's in there they may have seen this already at the time when goat originally shared it i think it was Mm -hmm. um was that so I, i i feel like this is going to be extraordinarily distracting compared to like the original thing like to ha- like to have like these real people on screen like talking to you versus just like v- like video game characters like just doing you know whatever like like having a video game character doing an animation loop with an animation you've seen a dozen times before is a lot different than seeing video footage that you've seen a dozen times before like i feel like it's going to be re- repetitive and monotonous and it's going to i, I don't know i'm 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 concerned here's personally. my problem with it um it sounds to me like what they're trying to do is film footage that loads and cuts to reactions from the crowd and the people on stage based on your performance level what you're doing yeah so, so it if you're makes pl- decisions in real time yes we have seen this before it was full motion video games in the late late 90s mid to late 90s this started to happen um sewer shark <laughs> uh 
uh, Night Trap, like mm-hmm. any one of these games that did this, and it sucked. Yeah. It sucked then, and it's a lazy, shitty way to do it now. I understand what they're trying to do. I actually less interested in it because of that. You know, yeah. I don't think it would be distracting to me. I'm used to per- I'm actually performing on stage in front of a group of people. Like that doesn't. But seeing that those reactions over and over and over and over again, that would get old pretty quick. Yeah, you know, that's it was just a that's piece of film, fear. something. It doesn't feel like a video game at that point. Yep, it feels like uh, like you're popping in the uh, the DVD that comes with um, you know, what is it? Uh, uh, oh God, my brain isn't working. The video game trivia. You know, it's or not video game. It's like a board game trivia game that comes with the DVD. Um, oh, um, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Um, where you you play along with the DVD and yeah, it's like and then a, you answer the trivia questions yeah, yeah. and like after you've played that three or four times, it's the same shit every time you yeah, play it. Yeah, yeah. So it gets old really fast. Same kind of thing when you do real motion stuff like that, like full motion stuff like that. That's finite in its presentation. Yeah. How how in depth could it be now i haven't played this maybe we're wrong maybe that's just the impression we got from the announcement trailer but i don't see a lot coming out of this you know i don't i can only do this so many ways before it gets kind of old yeah that's that's exactly my fear now the other thing that that uh the guitar hero game is doing different is that um that's apparently they have like two modes and so that's the one and then the other one is where basically you can just play along with music videos and so like that's their their what what, what seems like that's going to be their version of like their store to like get additional music is that when you're buying music you're gonna uh be getting uh you're be basically playing along with like the music video for the game i think it was was the understanding i got I gotta be honest with you, i think that's more interesting than the fake crowd interaction yeah i think it would be more interesting to play along with the music video you've seen and know it would probably be better for the artists because yeah. it's their music video supporting yeah. the track just put the music highway down the center of the music video and play like that oh but you just you just said something there that made me realize what they might be trying to do here if the because remember, Guitar Hero is the one. Well, I guess Rock Band did it too, but primarily Guitar Hero is the one that came out with like Metallica, gar, gar, you know, Metallica sure. version, the Van Halen. Oh, whatever you think version, they're going to film live Aerosmith. footage with the actual band? If if the vanilla Guitar Hero Five or whatever it is takes off, and then they can sell the concept to bands having like this, but with actual film footage of the actual band members, that. If if they if they can prove the concept and if they sure. if they if if we're wrong and this turns out to actually be fun to play with this video footage, being able to do that with the actual members of the band, that could be kind of fun. It could be fun, but but I, I'm like, this is given that they've proven the concept. The three and that of it works. us have have worked around some large bands and and band people and and met some of our heroes and toured with our heroes and been like we've we've all worked with professional people in the music industry. Some of these dudes are brilliant musicians, but if you were to ask them to act, they would just stare at you. They would blink and they would go, <laughs> but why? Yeah, just because you can perform on stage does not make you an actor and vice versa. Yeah, that's true. You know, so that's the only thing that makes me nervous about that. But I do think that performing, you know, being a part of the band would be a lot more interesting than just playing along with some, you know, fake actors they hired to play along with the song. Right. Certainly more interesting. I would imagine that would be very expensive, depending yes. on who you get. Um, and uh, like also, wings. There, there's your budget. Yeah. <laughs> and then, how do you solve the problem of like? No, because it's all promotion for the band too. Like, they'll probably sell albums off of it if it works. Uh huh. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm just saying, like, you know, it, depending on the band, of course. But yeah. as a band, let's say Metallica, for example, is a band who's you who's so widely regarded as being very like cash up front kind of band. 
do they have they can't they're not gonna have one of the band members sit out so like you're not gonna have like where you're in the Kirk Hammett role but you don't see Kirk's face if they're paying Metallica dollars so are you the third guitar player in Metallica you know do you play with Kirk and James are you some dude that they added to the band or pulled out of the crowd or well yeah like what's the what's the play on that with Guitar Hero what I'm not clear on is if um if they're gonna have the full band setup, because they added, you know, the, the full band setup to Guitar Hero in the later editions, and so sure. it's possible that they could, you know, just you could just be Lars or you could be Kirk or you could be, you know, whoever. Well, but I'm saying no. I mean, if it's just if it's just Guitar Hero, let's say I mean even for let's say they use like Rage Against the Machine songs. Raging Against the Machine has one guitar player. Tom Morello is their only guitar player. Do you assume the role of Tom Morello when you look if you're down playing at guitar? Your body? Yeah, but if you're if you're if you're playing the drums, then you're the drummer. And well, but I'm saying if, if we're saying we're doing this based on the fact that it's just Guitar Hero and they're not doing other instruments, which they haven't said one way or the right, other right. yet. I'm operating just based on the assumption it's just guitar. So if you're paying Raging Against the Machine bucks, wouldn't Tom Morello be like, "Fuck that! I want my face in the game. I'm in the game. I want to be in the game." Yeah, and, and if that were the case, if it's just guitarist, I imagine. Imagine you'd be like, you know, an additional guitarist. The extra along. dude. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. The fictional extra dude. So I don't know. There's a number of ways they could play this, yeah. you know, but uh, we'll see. So far, it doesn't have my interest. I'd much rather play rock band with a full band setup. And yes. A group agreed. Of friends. Agreed. Just play agreed. one other guitar player standing in my living room. Yep. Yep. Agreed. How do you feel about all this? Go. I'm, I'm, I've always leaned more towards the rock band side. It's more, and I use the term exact loosely, very loosely, but it's closer to reality than Guitar Hero has ever been musically. Well, and, and just in terms of the fingering friends, and everything, yeah, the yeah. actual like highway and stuff like that, like it's a closer, so it's a little easier because if I actually know the song, it's not completely fucked up; it's just yeah. slightly fucked up. <laughs> I probably played more rock band Beatles with groups of people than I mm. did standard rock band, just because I love the Beatles. Yeah. So, that, did you I, ever actually play in a group with the full harmonies? Did you ever? Did yeah. you ever do that? Yeah, oh, yeah, that's cool! I never got a chance to do cool. that. Only a couple times, but okay. uh, you know, I had family that had it and stuff like that, and we'd all get together and. and that's cool. It. My family are big karaoke people in general, so that just lent itself to. Good nice. times. I'm more partial to Rock Band too because, like Charlie, I have I spent the hundred and sixty dollars and got the bass Ooh. for it with the split fingers and the right scale and all that stuff, which Charlie hates. We found that out. Uh, <laughs> just, yeah, it just it didn't. Yeah, it just I wasn't used to it. So. Drummers, yeah, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. It's funny. There's a food chain here because I find myself going, "Fucking bass players." <laughs> Which is why we don't have one. <laughs> Ouch. Uh, Come to think of it, we don't have a drummer either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's weird. That's a whole other show of how I got shunned from VS for Villains because what I do. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but but I, my thing is, too, like, the whole rock band thing, it, it was done better. So like, I'm not, I'm kind of with the, both of you guys. If I can use my existing instruments, I'm on board. If I can't, no. I've gone down that road once before. It's the same damn road. I, I no, I'm not buying more plastic. I already have uh, the Beatles set, sure. Plus sure. this new bass, I'm good. I don't need any more. I have, I have enough real instruments. I definitely don't need to add the plastic instruments. Fair enough. So, and with that starting list, it's not looking too hot. Like, there's not really a lot of selling. You do have there. a point. I li- I did say, oh, this seems like it's got a lot of variety. Mm-hmm. But when you look at it, a lot of variety for people like like our age mm-hmm. or older. Yeah, like, they're trying not, to recapture. There's nothing it. in there for kids. But yeah. to be fair, there's not really much in the rock world happening for like younger people. That's why all like younger group listens to a lot of EDM now. Yeah, like what modern rock bands can you think of besides like? And I say rock bands loosely when like Mumford and Sons, you know, or like Imagine Dragons. Those guys have songs out on the radio occasionally, but yeah. Like, 
who was the last like fucking big rock act you saw blow up? You know, in the like fifteen, uh, the like fifteen to eighteen crowd. Black Veil Brides. That they may be it. They may be the yeah. last one, man. And they're yeah. not a new band either. No, you know, no, they're seasoned. So it's uh, maybe that's part of why they don't have anything for like younger people because yeah. there's just nothing happening out there, you know. So that or they just. They, they they my other thing is they're trying to rekindle the dollars out of us older generations sure, sure. for nostalgia and they're just not even worried about the new kids. I should clarify that. I'm kind of wrong. I think um, there's plenty of stuff happening for that mm-hmm. age group in the world of rock and roll and metal and stuff. But I mean for the type of game like that that they're trying to sell commercially sell commercially viable bands. There's plenty of stuff to listen to yeah. for a younger crowd out there and that they are listening to. But the likelihood of those things popping up in these games probably not great. Yeah. yeah. Is a, what I should say. I mean, look at those six songs I just mentioned. Half of them aren't even from this decade. No, no, so, no, 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 no. From no. this century. Yeah, maybe. Possibly. <laughs> Ooh, fuck. All right, yeah. well then. One of them, one of them was uh, put out on vinyl originally. Uh, the yep. Spin Doctors I remember buying in the the big cardboard box CDs. <laughs> oh, right, right. So, but yeah, exactly. I think they're trying to steal our money, Charlie. John? I think you're right. Uh, Yeah, well. They're not it, do uh, it. it happens. Do you think this is going to have the same impact no. that it God, did no. originally? No. Uh, currently, no. Um, not unless they've got. I mean, like I, I imagine we're going to find out some more Eddie. You know, Eddie three. I imagine we're going to find out all the details on this. I, I, I'm going to make a prediction here, but I think this is going to make about as big a splash as the Wii U did compared to the Wii. That okay. I'm on board with you there. Yeah, that makes, that I mean, makes perfect sense. We, we, yeah. dropped, we dropped the boulder in the pond with those with the, the, the initial run, and these are just pebbles in your pocket. The people that remember the series as it was, I think, are all... Um, they're, they're still brand-tired. They, they're still kind of beleaguered by the amount. There was, was what? I mean, between the both series, there the was last like year 12 The last year that Guitar games. Hero existed, they had 12 SKUs on the shelf. The last year that Guitar Hero was yeah. in regular production, they had twelve separate SKUs out on the shelf. Oh my God! Really? Yeah, because of Wool Metallica, Van Halen, uh, and eight, then all and, and these then, were all on yeah. plat- different platforms too. So I mean, they they also did remember the the DS versions of that. The crate, whoever right. the thought that yep. was a great idea. Yep. Hey, hey, um, hey, hey! We like, all make bad purchases. Right? Uh-huh. <laughs> they got you. I had it too. <laughs> Both of you. Yep. You and I have carpal tunnel to prove it. <laughs> Um, so I don't know. I, I don't, I don't think it's going to have the same no. impact. Yeah, no. I think it's going to have a market and people will buy it, but producing mass producing peripheral attachments like that on the scale that it happened the first time out. Can't believe it made as much money as it did, but this right. is at a time where We're, we've passed the peripheral plat- stage. Like that, like gaming was in such a different place then. Yeah, you know, console gaming was in such a different place then. This is such a different era we're living in now. I don't know if it has a place now. I don't, in the age of convenience yeah. we're living in, people aren't going to want to store it. People aren't going to no. want to put it away when they're done playing with it, and people aren't going to want to well, pay the money, extra money for the cost of the. And that's a good investment. point, John. Because back then, ga- gaming had had left the actual console and gone into your living room because it didn't know where to go into console, and now we've sucked back into the hardware. To where everything's actually on your box. It was revolutionary, and it was original, and it was new, and mm. it was a shitload of fun. The first two, and I would argue three, Guitar Hero entries were, oh, they were loved, man. Mm-hmm. The second, I played the second one until I couldn't stand the sight of it anymore, you know? I still have some of those songs floating around in my skull from playing them, but it's just a different age now, maybe. Yep. I don't know. At least for our, our age group, the, the ones that were there when it originally dropped. Yep. And now they have Rocksmith, too. 
I know, and they that was a game where they were like, you know what, we'll take it one step further. Why don't you actually learn how to play the instrument if you're going to do this? And nobody bought it. Because that's hard. Yeah. It is fucking hard, yeah. <laughs> there are 55 expert Guitar Hero guitarists and Rock Band guitarists. The other guys who became experts on Rocksmith actually play guitar. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's true. I think that pretty much covers uh, our thoughts on these two games. So um, we're going to move on to the mailbag and see what you guys think about these games coming back and also to see what else you guys would like to come back. All right, so our mailbag question for this week was, both Guitar Hero and Rock Band are making comebacks. Are you excited? And then also, what other games do you think are due for a return? Uh, So first, uh, we've got uh, Adrian Crevin uh, saying, uh, awesome, wish they would make another Portal game, which I then point out, you forget Valve doesn't know how to count past two. (laughs) (laughs) Stop asking for three Valve games. This is both true and unfortunate. Yeah. Uh, Danny Luasco says, uh, Parappa the Rappa. Uh, if nothing else, it should be a DLC in one of those games. Uh, yes, please, and thank you. I'd, that'd be awesome. Like, did you guys play Parappa back in the day? I loved Parappa. So good. Pa- go- no. No? Really? No. Oh, all right. It was, it was artistic for the him, time and creative but and But I have silly. not partaked in his game. It had a great sense what, of humor. What, what about Um Jammer Lammy? Nope. No? All right. It, those games were the original, you know, the, the sort of spiritual successors to games like Guitar Hero, the rhythm, you know. Predecessor, yes. Yeah. Or, or, yeah, predecessor, yeah. I mean. <laughs> uh, yeah, they really Yeah, that, that was pretty much where music rhythm started. I mean, yeah, I, I, I would say, yeah. I didn't hop into music rhythm until frequency and amplitude. Oh, sure. Okay. Uh, Ricky Keller says, in response to if they're excited, uh, if, if he's excited about these games, he says, nope, <laughs> won't be buying new Guitar Hero or <laughs> won't be buying new Guitar Hero or Rock Band. I'll gladly play with you if you buy it, but I can't see myself <laughs> re- reinvesting in all of that. So uh, Ricky and John will be invited over to play my copy Shameless, of the both Rock of Band. Us. That's great. <laughs> uh, he also says, also, I'm ready for a new Quantic Dream game. It's been long enough. Yes, yeah. yes. Um, I had to remind myself, uh, Quantic Dream, um, Beyond Two Souls, Heavy Rain, yeah. right. Um, right, 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 yes, Indigo Prophecy slash Fahrenheit, yes, yes, all um, the crazy games that we play that you can never ever uh, explain to people without showing them. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. Um, I still, I still own, but have yet to play um, um, the most recent one, Beyond yeah, Two Souls. Yes. I haven't played it either. I haven't played it either. Uh, it's, it's, oh, wow. which is soul crushing and heartbreaking it's, um, I, I, it's, the only reason to be to, to go on record the only reason I haven't though is because the power supply in my Playstation 3 burnt out and I haven't replaced it yet oh so okay, okay I was like 22 hours into Nino Cooney when it died it makes me very sad um and then we've got um Jason Paskowitz saying I'm going to say a controversial I'm going to say a controversial and I think I would like to see a reboot sequel to War Gods um, I'm not familiar with War, War Gods. Gods. Is, uh, if, if, if we're thinking about the same game, this was a uh, this was a fighting game. Mm. I want to say it was made by Acclaim, which was uh, a lot of people don't know was the United States sort of offshoot version of Konami. It was one of the like, oh, okay. dummy companies they set up, and same logo and everything. It was just Acclaim, if I remember correctly. I could be ass wrong on that, but <laughs> War Gods was a really awesome, very terrible fighting game. Okay, it, it was not good, but it was fun. Um, and then we've got, and then he goes on to say, I would also like to see a God of War where he goes into other mythos and kills those gods. So expanding from the Greek mythology, which he's, um, he's a Greek, right? Is, yeah. is mostly yeah. Yes, yeah. that's right. So, um, so they want him to go to like Roman or Australian yeah. or whatever. Australian mythology. Uh, I'm not sure what that is. I'm pretty sure <laughs> the only Australian mythology that's out there is uh, they got sent there to go to jail. <laughs> <laughs> the jail colony. That's the only mythology mm-hmm. I know about Australia. 
Uh, and Ray Thomason says, I would love to see remakes of old Nintendo games like Blaster Master, uh, Blackthorn, but make it 3D, um, Jackal, uh, also Star Ocean, and Zombies Ate My Neighbors. Oh my god, I would play at least half of those. Zombies Ate My Neighbors yes. and Blaster Master for sure. Oh. Mm-hmm. Jackal would be good too. Blaster Master is still one of the hardest games I've ever played in my life. Yeah, that was, I do remember. Infuriating. I do remember. Um, that may have been the first time I ever rage quit. Goat um, looks really disappointed. I, I, I went through that no problem. Yeah. I mean, I left my Nintendo on for a month, but yeah. I went through no problem. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> hey, man, I got things to do. <laughs> Even as a kid, school, don't blame me the law, all right? <laughs> uh, Jeremy Sardler kept it short and sweet and just says, PsyOps 2. That's it. That's all I got. <laughs> no, that, that's not the game. Um, I, I, I kind of remember this one. Um. Psyops 2. Um, did you guys play this? Um, the original one, if I remember right, was um, was well-reviewed and was a budget title when it came out. So, like, it, it was one of those... Uh, it was during that time where they were trying to uh, experiment with uh, different, uh, different price models. Uh, it was a PlayStation 2 title. Came out... Had to be 10 years ago now. Maybe a little more then. And uh, got good reviews. And it was like a... Um, you were a, a telekinetic, I think, police officer, if I remember correctly. And I, I want to say this was only like a $30 game at the time. And uh, I never played it. I played a demo for it. You know, I think it was on like one of the, the demo discs uh, featured at some point. I played it. I remember playing it. I just I never got through it. But I remember a lot of people were really fond of it. A uh, proper good sequel. Always welcome, for sure. And so finally, uh, we have our uh, weekly songbird email. She writes, Dear Technotronic and Goat and Fallon Flynn, Mailbag answer, I never did play those games, so there's no gain or loss for me. However, I expect to see you guys to have a stream when they come out. You're almost certainly correct. Um, this really wasn't a stand- This really isn't a standalone game, but Sega really needs to bring back the Chao Garden. Chao Garden? C-H-A-O? Uh, I'm not familiar with this I, one. I'm not familiar with that, uh, that title either. Surprising. Sorry, Songbird, your reference was wasted on us, uh, on us puny mortals. Um, so, with <laughs> N- so with Nintendo World uh, Championship coming back, I had a thought. What would Sony's and Microsoft version of the tournament be like? Uh, uh, well, yeah. What would they do for the event, you mean? Kind yeah, of? yeah, like, you know, the games that they have would be the, the, you know, the, the obvious an- you know, um, part- aspect of it, but then also what, what other um, things would Sony and Microsoft do? Um, I, I imagine Microsoft would have a, some sort of tie-in with Mountain Dew. Um, <laughs> a lot of green. From yeah, Sony would roll green. up in a van. They'd yes. open the door, tell you to get in. They'd take your money, throw you out, and leave. <laughs> but not before they sold you insurance. That's true. And, uh, and uh, nice. Sony, Sony would uh, would set up an elaborate uh, online gaming network, have everybody arrive to play, and then find out that the network's been DDoS and nobody can get in and play. <laughs> Event canceled. That would be... No. Uh. <laughs> That's so sad. Um, actual events... I'm sorry, our event's been hacked. <laughs> based, on, based on the two companies' sort of, um, quote, personalities, the way people perceive them, I, I would think that Microsoft's would, would definitely be a... Uh, Beach party. Like, a, like a, um, a competitive multiplayer shooter, you know... Sponsored, sponsored by Mountain Dew on the beach. Yep. Covered by MTV. Yeah. Um, MTV. And yeah. three, MTV is yeah. not a thing anymore. <laughs> and the three things would would, I mean, obviously be a Halo level, probably something an expert from Fable and a track from Forza. Yep. Yep. There yeah. You go. Probably. Yep. Yeah. What, Sony. What, what games does Sony have? So it, it would probably be uh, a God of War level. Street Fighter Four, since it's an exclusive. 
There you go. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. I guess they could do um, Kill Zone if they hated people. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, neck. they keep putting him out, so I no, think no, no, they yeah. do hate everybody. No, no. The eyeball there would be neck. Is what's right? Eyeball? Yeah, but would that be conducive? Because you got to remember, if this is like a competitive gaming championship, yeah. like it's no, got to right. have a competitive edge okay, to so it. Okay, so we drop Fable from, uh, from Microsoft and insert Gears of War. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Yep. So Gears or, uh, or Halo or, Gears or Titanfall because Titanfall is competitive multiplayer, and I know you guys haven't played it yet, but it's, oh yeah, that would actually that be a would lend one itself yeah. very well yeah. to a competitive uh, place like that. So. Either platform, I guess, could be advanced warfare type, you know, setups though, because it's not exclusive to either console. Well, they'd have Killzone, and then they'd have Gears or Halo. That'd be your. Exclusive. I could see Sony doing a like, um, or maybe sharing a sports game, like. The show or something, and then on, on uh, so and then part of a Sony's is um of course then you have to um see how many uh who does Sony tie in a lot with sponsors um like is there some product that they that they tie in I feel like there's one I just can't put a name on it right now I feel like Sony is they're a little bit they're a little bit more um self self contained when it comes to that stuff Microsoft is pretty unapologetic well let's about make one up then let's say uh let's say it's Burger King um so then while you're waiting for your for your PlayStation update you have to eat as many Whoppers no. as you can oh my god that's <laughs> you'll die no, 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 no Charlie Charlie it was Subway for Uncharted Subway that's right it there is fucking go. Subway so yes yeah, you have to um so you have to eat as many do- uh, five dollar footlongs as you possibly can while you're waiting for your PlayStation I update. like Burger King better I like the <laughs> <laughs> idea of it being instead of winning something what you get is if you're competing against somebody else it's not about what you win it's about what you what you what happens when to the loser so instead of winning a prize what you get is if you win um, Burger King sends the Burger King that terrifying fucking Burger King <laughs> to the loser's house uh, completely unannounced and they'll wake up with the Burger King staring at them in their sleep and what you win is you don't have to deal with that I think that's a great prize that's because that thing is fucking prize. terrifying yeah. like tingle is disgusting and like lemon grab is disgusting lemon grab tingle and the Burger King to me are the the true axis of evil go ahead yes and then the winner will get a $20 gift card for Subway there so you, you can sit and eat your sandwich knowing that the loser is being terrified. <laughs> there you go. The Burger King will terrify you if you lose, but if you win, you eat fresh. Which is way... Way... <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, that's fantastic. Which works horrifying. out, because if you win with Microsoft, you get a, a lifetime supply of Mountain Dew and Doritos. So, <laughs> we're culturally that's correct it. here. No, what they'll do is, is in order to, to amp up... See, Microsoft's version is in order to amp up the the rapid pace, the the, the dude bro uh, furor <laughs> of, the, of the, the, the competition, is as every player that plays in um, gets a, a Mountain Dew IV. Direct into their bloodstream, <laughs> so you get hooked game up. Game fuel stream. only. Game fuel. Yep. There you go. And, and then code in, red. And bitch. then in between games, you have to do mini games where you have to convert Microsoft points into real dollars. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> there you go. Yes. And and maybe run out of our scans on, yeah. on, on a computer. Um, not that that's Xbox. Two face fight. Uh, We're being really mean to Sony here, so I feel like we need to be mean to Microsoft. Yes. Oh, I could be. Uh, we could be. I know everybody jokes around <laughs> wait, about wait, 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 like on. sort of being favorite, playing yeah. favorites with Microsoft because we all own Xbox Ones. But I'll make fun of Sony or yeah. Microsoft too. I got plenty of fuel. Hey, I, I got a, new, a good mini game too. Okay. Uh, who can scan the fastest QR codes in their Connect? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, 
I feel like as far as like venues for each of these events, Sony's would be more of a like um, like mobile gaming truck, like the semi like video game trucks they used to do. And I feel like Microsoft's would definitely be more of like an outside like out of the backs of Hummers, like a dude bro party. Yeah, <laughs> it would be a, a big dude bro party. No, I'm that's I'm not joking because I don't know if you went to when they uh, when they were touring around the Xbox Ones before they came out. Um, Viking Jesus and I went to go look at them beforehand and play some Killer Instinct and some Forza. I think it was. Yeah, and I am almost certain. That, that they were set up literally in the backs of Hummers. So, Look, um, yeah, the there, there's precedent there. The difference <laughs> between the two sets of players, though, is, is that the Sony, the people going to play at the Sony events, um, aside from living in fear of the constant looming threat of the Burger King, would be relatively standard, like average normal gamers going there to play in competition. Good game. Shake your hand. Now go deal with the Burger King. And then the <laughs> other group of people between matches would be, like I said, shooting up Dorito or shooting up uh, uh, Mountain Dew and, and snorting crushed up Doritos jacked. <laughs> like, and a lot of chest bumping. It's true. It's true. Huh. Not a lot of shirts present. Yeah, you, you guys remember Harold Kumar? Extreme yeah. Cheddar! Woo! That would basically sum up the Microsoft That's Championship. It. That's it. Uh, this, this may be the, the most elaborate response to a songbird question to date, and I'm okay with that. It's good um, stuff, man. Uh, so our next question is, is, did you or anyone else you know play that Splatoon demo? Um, what thoughts do you or others have on it? Um, Sadly, I did not get to play it. I didn't even know it was out. The, the demo of Splatoon. Yeah. So no, uh, I think not. it was a limited window. It was like a time oh, demo type oh, mm-hmm. thing. Um, oh, just they, like like a multiplayer yeah. beta and test? they're going to be doing okay. another one coming up. Okay. Um, um, so, okay. I think one more before it's released. Man. We're uh, I one am for hearing, three here. One I am for three. hearing nothing but good <laughs> things about it. Not, not just from the anticipation of the game, but the people that did get hands-on time with the demo. Everybody's saying it's really enjoyable. And it's and it's a welcome breath of fresh air on, on a Nintendo unit. Okay, good. You know? Still, like, all the competitive, uh, fun, good-natured, you know, sportsmanship of a good, like, uh, shooter, online Mm. shooter, but without all of the, you know, bigotry and racism (laughs) that comes with being on Xbox Live or PSN. So, that's good. All right, and um, our last question, this is very, uh, okay, um, you must honor your family by coming up with the greatest, slightly absurd, suggestive, long title for an upcoming evocative video game. In reference to the, this uh, upcoming game's name, uh, her example is Summertime High School, A Young Man's Notes, dash, how a new exchange student like myself ran into his childhood friend on the school tour, comma, then for some reason became super popular with the girls for his daily scoops on the school per photography club i almost said pornography club <laughs> school photography club even though he only takes panty shots comma and what he thinks as he goes on dates during his summer of island school life it's ironic that you almost said pornography and then it went to panty shots and became <laughs> pornography without you needing to uh, I was subconsciously reading ahead it's and it was true, affecting it's me. true. Uh, outstanding foresight um okay so you must honor you must honor your family by coming up with a with a greatest slightly absurd suggestive long title for an upcoming evocative video game it's just going to have to be off the cuff. Goat, I feel like you would be able to... I, she said honor my family. I, she lost Forget me. that part. <laughs> just a, a long, a very long, ridiculous title for an evocative video game. For an evocative video game. It's slightly suggestive. Slightly game. suggestive. Okay, slightly suggestive. Okay. Oh, man, this is going to take a minute. Hold on here. Just see your li- live thinking here. Thanks, Songbird, for... <laughs> Shoving us into the... Hey, live use your brain. brain wrecking. Live <laughs> brain wrecking. Yeah. Um, 
Let's see. I would say probably Thomas the Tank Engine. <laughs> whoa, whoa, we're coming out of the gate swinging. Uh, would be let's see. Thomas the Tank Engine in his new adventure. Adv- this is ridiculous. I gotta get the I get the wording. There's gotta be so much wording involved in this to say three words. So, yeah, I, Thomas the Tank Engine in his, in his new phallic-like adventure down the train tracks of life that he learns that he's really a man. So I feel like I, I feel like the title in there should have somewhere in it he putting the rail back in railroad. Okay. <laughs> so essentially, let me abbreviate that for you. The Gamerhead Radio Dick Train the game. Yeah. <laughs> Say three words. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. John, do you have one? My God. Um... Toe Jam and Earl in because they normally do in something. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> toe Jam and Earl in the mystery of the cavern of the Blumpkin Pumpkin. I feel like wow. Blumpkin Pumpkin is really gross. And the fact that they're in it. That's ew. The cavern of the Blumpkin Pumpkin. <laughs> um, okay. I'm going to try to do this in one shot. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's the game name. <laughs> <laughs> Technotronicorn brings this new game called I'm going to try this in one shot <laughs> Okay Dr. Dick McGee In the misadventures of attempting to be a fluffer While <laughs> I lost it <laughs> fluffer. I was trying to keep it together man um, In <laughs> his misadventures of being a fluffer On the weekends While trying to maintain A straight A average In graduate school on Tuesdays. <laughs> sorry, I'm just. I'm sorry. I can't do it. I can't <laughs> He's like, I can't do this. I quit. You broke his mind. Uh, I just. I, I, Songbird, you set the bar too high with your with your example. No, I'm sorry. sorry. It was I just, disagree. I love it when she does this. It's challenging. No, 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 no not insanity. with the question. With her example. Oh, like yeah. the question was good, but then her example was just was perfect. So he's like, I, I'm, I'm well, we, we came we just, up with these these sentences and phrases, and she put her game title was a paragraph. Yeah, it, exactly. Yeah. I was trying to I was trying to come close to emulating that with mine. I just I couldn't keep. To it be together. fair, though, we are we don't like uh, we don't stop the show and come up with answers. We we do this, this live. live yeah. You know. Yeah. I have yeah. not seen these. Quite, I do not look at the email on purpose until we get in this recording yeah. studio because yeah. I want to be that shocked and surprised. And in this case completely melted brain-wise. Yep. <laughs> yep, that happened. So, uh, so thank you, Songbird. I'm sorry that we uh, we uh, may not have lived up to your expectations on, on that last one, but I hope we made up for it with the earlier one with the with the Microsoft and Sony gaming. I never uh, thought that these words would come out of my mouth, but I'm actually kind of proud of Blumpkin Pumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> also a band name. Oh, that would make a mean I, band I th- name. I think uh, I think we have a show title. Um, <laughs> That's what the Gamerhead Radio House Band is named. Blumpkin Pumpkin. 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 Yeah. <laughs> and the Green Lights. The three of us need to write music. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, it's perfect. All right, we're so, looking for backup singers to be the Green Lights. So, Songbird and everybody else that responded on Facebook, thank you very much for your responses. We appreciate you. We would not be what we are without you. And um, keep we, them we, coming. We, we appreciate it very much. And as, seriously, um, start asking us strange questions. I don't care. So, uh, John, what do you have coming up in the your near in near future? Uh, the 30th of this month, uh, we are going to be doing the rescheduled Fearless Radio Benefit event. Uh, if, if you recall, we had to reschedule because the plumbing burst in the, uh, the original venues, uh, you know, venue <laughs> uh, and, and flooded it out. So we had to set it back uh, almost a month here. So, um, you know, there, there's a full package plan where you can pay um, 
$25 to get a whole bunch of things. Uh, you'll get like a, a lunch with these villains and, uh, you know, really there's a whole, go to the Facebook page. There's a whole listing of stuff that you'll get for the 25 bucks, um, including the entry to the show itself. Um, and this is a benefit show for fearless radio, uh, trying to the same way that like, do you listen to any other radio station that's a little on the smaller side? Sometimes they'll do like prep pledge drives and stuff. This is our way of kind of helping them out and make a little money for the radio station. Um, and so, there's also, if you don't want all the extra stuff that comes with the package, there's just a regular $10 ticket for entry. This still goes towards helping uh, in Fearless Radio, but isn't uh, cost prohibitive to those people who don't want to you know, spend a lot of money. So that's all we've got going on right now. Then we're doing Anime Midwest in July at uh, the Hyatt Regency near the Rosemont uh, Convention Center. Everybody who's in Chicagoland knows where that is because it's right next to the Donald E. Stevens Convention Center where they do ASIN and Wizard World and you know all the other bigger conventions that happen there. Um, and then that's going to be it. We're going to take some downtime, I think, from performing live to finish our suits for the next album and finish the next record. I'm about to start recording guitar. That's it. Very exciting. Goat, how about you? Uh, let's see here. Uh, still pushing the new band. We're trying to get stuff done. Ran into some technical difficulties in our studio. Uh, so that release has been pushed back a little bit. Not far. But, uh, hey, just like Gamesman, if you're delaying it for quality, delay it yeah. all you want. Yeah. Uh, you so, but in the meantime, follow us on Twitter. We'll keep you occupied and bored or both. And the uh, Twitter handle is. Uh, that's a great question. Uh, Phoenix Codename. That's what it is. Man, it's new. It's fresh. I'm still learning this crap. <laughs> so he's still wrapping his brain around the newness. I keep signing into stuff and I'm like, oh, what password? But uh, yeah, it's fresh. It's new. We're, we're building a following, damn it. Uh, and then I guess I can let the cat out of the bag, uh, that, uh, this summer I will be, uh, out on the Warp Tour doing tech work, so my lovely voluptuous voice will be absent from here, but Goat Remote <laughs> will return. Yeah, so the, uh, the, uh... The what absence the? of the goat and the return of the goat remote. So it's a uh, there 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 is cosmic balance there. Yes, which means that uh, while he is gone, you guys will likely be hearing the B-squad. the dulcet tones of a variety of different B Squad hosts fill in while Goat is gone on the road. And I will thank them in advance and tell them that they have to hold the bar up. <laughs> so, but other than that, I mean that's that's about all I got going right now, Charlie. Well, uh, MLP MSP for me is getting even closer. Uh, we're less than a month away, and um, so that's going to be a uh, a weekend of just a uh, ponified madness for me that I'm just uh, greatly looking forward to. Um, so, uh, so yeah, um, I'm hoping that at least somebody up there will, uh, listens to the show and will see me there and, uh, recognize me. That would, that would, that would, that would make that weekend just that much more amazing for me just to be, uh, know that we've got fans <clears throat> up on the, up on the North border up there. But, uh, yeah, aside from that, that's uh, pretty much where all of my attention is being focused at the moment when it's not being focused on this podcast and my day job and my marriage and all, you know, just yeah, all that life. <laughs> e- yeah. <laughs> Eating and sleeping and breathing and all that other. Well, that's where you're going stuff. wrong. Drop the last three. A lot more time. Oh, <laughs> Oh, is that okay? Got it. Got it. No wonder you're so skinny. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if it's food or work, I pick work. It works out pretty well as a diet. Fair enough. Um, uh, yeah, so so that that's really about it for me. Um, uh, for my beer of the week, I'm going to pick Bomb by Prairie Artisan Ales. Um, if you see this in a store, you need to buy it. Uh, I warn you, it's about $10 for each 12-ounce bottle, but uh, it is a delicious, delicious beer. Um, it, is, it is described as being an imperial stout aged on uh, Nordagios, which is, I'm presuming, a coffee brewery uh, close to Prairie. 
Um, espresso beans, chocolate, vanilla beans, and ancho chili peppers. All these flavors meld to create a truly unique beer. The peppers add just the right amount of heat to complement the intense coffee and chocolate flavors. Um, I managed to snag a couple bottles um, before our, the local Binnies was sold out and um, had it uh, on Saturday before uh, as, a, as a bit of a celebratory pregame before we went down to Solemn Oaths, Oath Day 3, their third year anniversary party. Um, where I did not get as wrecked as I did at Dark Lord Day, so mission's successful there. Um, <laughs> um, Is there such a thing as more wrecked than you were at Dark Lord I Day? Think yes, you... dead. Touche. But but yeah, so I, I had some uh, delicious, delicious beers at Solomon Day, but I'm not going to recommend uh, those because they will you will almost certainly not be able to try them unless you were also at Oath Day. Um, but so uh, Prairie Bomb is um, you can you can it it's it's a yearly release. You'll be able to find it in the future. You do kind of have to pay attention and know when it's coming out and. Maybe sometimes make friends with your local beer store uh, managers, owners, and whatever. But um, but yeah, if you are able to uh, taste this beer, you should do so because it is delicious. Um, I know it's a high price point for a non-barrel-aged beer, but uh, it's still pretty good. Um, it has an exclamation point. Yes, yes, bomb exclamation point as part of the title. That's true. Uh, so for next week's question, um, we're going to take our earlier uh, kind of uh, off-the-cuff question and make that the official question for next week. So we want to know what you guys think about the quiet, malleable boob um, uh, action figure for Metal Gear Solid. Um, we, we want to know uh, if you guys, just on the scale of... Who cares? It's a it's a toy. Like worry about more important things with your life. All the way up to this is damaging to women and women's rights, and uh, ex- and it's exploitive, and I'm offended, and I'm going I, I, and and I want to burn down the factory that made this as long as no human beings are hurt in the process. Sam I mean, Michelle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what you're saying is you want people to get their opinions off their chest. Oh, of the chest off their chest. Yes, exactly. Jesus, that was pretty good. I got to give you credit for it. He was over there before you. Ca- While Charlie's talking to the mic, goats over there, like quietly cackling to himself in the corner. He's like, ah, I made a boob joke within a boob joke. Boobception. <laughs> Oh God! Uh, yes. That. Look, do you think it's a big deal? Don't you think it's a big deal? Um, you know, does it bother you? Doesn't it bother you? And. Do you think, would you be as offended if this figure were male and it were, uh, whether it be biceps or other male-ish parts, um, if they were also um, more uh, realistic in, in, in to the touch? <laughs> now, I'll say this. I know more than a couple people out there, male and female, that would like to pinch some little buns. <laughs> <laughs> Now, there may be something offensive about exploiting a woman's chest or a man or woman's uh, front bits, but everybody loves buns. Who wouldn't want to squeeze some tiny little buns? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm uncomfortable now. <laughs> <laughs> Mission accomplished. Uh, so please tell us what you think. Um, Would it if- be better with karate chop action or not, too? I want to know that. Okay. All right. Please. You please, mean to please. the to the, the boobs and butt cheeks karate chop? Just in general. Wherever you want to put karate chop action. Very impressive. Yeah. I would be terrified. <laughs> you can see what Charlie is doing right now. I. It's one of those moments where you can't know. You but it was probably know. offensive to four people. Uh, Man, it we was, really need to make this a video show. Yeah, um, it was glorious. So really please was. tell us what you think about the quiet figure. Um, and um, don't be quiet about it. And that too. God um, damn, God, you you're on a roll yeah, tonight, seriously. man. Seriously. Uh, God. 
I mean, well done. Don't get me wrong, but uh, but yeah. So uh, that's our question for you for next week. Um, thank you very much for listening. Uh, if you've liked what you heard, you can find us at gamerheadradio.com, at facebook.com backslash gamerheadradio, at google.com backslash plus gamerheadradio, and on Twitter at gamerheadradio, where I'm at T E K Charlie. Goat is at Sir Goatsworth. John is at the Fallon Flynn. Email us at editors at gamerheadradio.com or call in and leave us a message at 94926gamer. I would really, really love to get some voicemail responses to our mailbag question this week. I feel like I feel like there are some people who are uh, once they if they didn't already know about this are worked up enough about it that they're that the that the um, that the uh, fire that they could put behind some really good voicemail messages I think Look, would be good good listening material there. You guys are obviously taking the time out of your 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 busy week to let us know what you think and try to make your voice heard on the show. So why not actually get your voice heard on the show and and we I think we do an admirable job trying to convey your feelings as best possible in our words or in your words coming out of our mouth. Use your words. Speak for yourself. Do you, use the voicemail. Try it out, and uh, you know, leave some messages there this week, and uh, we'll we'll put them on the show. Exactly. Uh, you can download the official Gamerhead Radio app from Google Play on Android, or subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, YouTube, Twitch, or with your podcast downloader of choice. Thank you very much for listening. This has been yet another titillating episode of Gamerhead Radio. with all that thank you again very much for listening this has been yet another episode of gamerhead radio i feel like there should be another boob joke there <laughs> uh the, the, this has been another titillating episode of gamerhead radio charlie is ashamed of me no i'm gonna no i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna, I'm gonna use that thank you very much for listening this has been yet another titillating episode of gamerhead radio <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening. This has been yet another. Hold <laughs> <laughs> it together, man. John, John, right here, right here, right here. <laughs> That's not helping. Um, Thank you very much for listening. This has been yet another. I can't, I can't. Yeah, I know you're laughing under your shirt. <laughs> your face is as red as your shirt is. I'm trying to keep it together. I'm a professional. I'm telling myself I'm a professional. Thank you very much for listening. This has been yet another titillating episode of Gamerhead Radio. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently titillating just sets us into the This has been like the pun master episode of Gamerhead Radio. It's ridiculous. And now we have to do an intro. Oh, Jesus. Oh, man.